Today um, we're going to be talking about the uh, the lost city of Im- Imran. 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 I'm going to make that mistake all night. The Atlantis of the Sands. The Atlantis of the Sands. A bit of Middle Eastern mythology. A bit racist. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting one. It's not one I'd ever heard of. No, I come across it a few weeks ago. Did you come across it literally? I did. <laughs> what? Well. Yes, we'll be getting into that after. We've done some weird news. Yes, that'll take about 20 minutes, half an hour. It's on Facebook Live. So, uh, let's say hello to some new and returning listeners from Corvallis, Oregon, uh, US, Auckland, New Zealand, Auckland, 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 Fort Worth, Texas, Telford, making a a nice return Telford. our hometown, uh, Tallinn, oh, Estonia, that's a new one. Don't we've had Estonia before. Bangalore, returning in India, Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Brighton. Brighton. It's always in there, actually. We've got, got must a, be, a fan must, base in Brighton. Must be Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> <laughs> he loves a conspiracy. Oh. Uh, Birmingham, Dublin, Istanbul, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Flint, Michigan, still top. Uh, really? Just proof that if you've got shitty drinking water, you'll listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent right at the start, but speaking of a uh, Fat Boy Slim, I listened to an interview with him on a podcast. Do you remember when he did that massive gig on Brighton Beach, a free gig? Yeah, he did, yeah. It was supposed to be about 60,000 people, but like a quarter of a million people turned up. Anyway, he's coked off his eyeballs. Doesn't surprise me. About to go and do the show, and like a policeman like, sort of says to him backstage, statistically speaking, two people out there are going to die tonight, and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. I'll go out and uh, spin those discs shall I but one person did die well the police oh, was wrong <laughs> so is that, no one ever not many people die at music festivals I you think go, like, you'd be yeah, surprised actually few. yeah well, I mean like download no one's died I bet you if you ever look somebody Maybe, has died yeah. I'm pretty sure most festivals people die of nothing dodgy just natural things or misadventure sometimes um, I mean like trying to wank themselves off or choking themselves in a tent. Yeah, that kind of misadventure. <laughs> well, we've all been there. Or, you know, <laughs> you, you buy some what looks like cocaine off some guy who may or may not have a Scouse accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's poison. You know, you drink 18 pints, you know, you don't wake up again. But yeah, people die at festivals. But people also have fun too, so don't let that put you no, off. No, guys. go to festivals, have fun, enjoy live music. Uh, but always come home. Right then. Yeah, um, this one, Mike, the first bit of weird news is especially for you because I know you're a big fan of a reptilian yeah. moon base theory. Aren't we all? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a fan of the reptilian theory, but not necessarily the moon being a base theory. Yeah. yeah. Well, the moon is shrinking and it's shaking as it does according to new NASA data. Over the last decade, scientists have established that as the inside of the moon cooled, it shriveled up like a raisin. That left it riven with cliffs called thrust faults, Ooh. Ooh. marked all over its surface. Now a new analysis using data from NASA missions suggests the moon could still be shrinking today because it's being hollowed out by reptilians. Yes. 
I'm telling you, evidence. How would hollowing <laughs> it make it shrink? Wouldn't the outside still? I'm not a scientist. I, don't know. I will prefix <laughs> that. All I know is that on a Rick and Morty episode, right? Pluto wasn't a planet anymore. The Plutonians were quite annoyed at that. They were. And it was because they were harvesting all the minerals inside, causing Pluto quakes, and the planet was shrinking, right. and that's why they weren't a planet anymore. Right. They were. They were. They'd lost yeah. their planetary status due to their own capitalist greed. But the moon isn't real, is it? Well, what is it then? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of flat earthers out there. What do they think? They don't think it's real, do they? I think they're okay. Are you okay with the moon? Least, no, oh man. <laughs> it's hard to know it. what to believe. It's <laughs> it. probably a hologram in there. Uh, yeah, possibly. They can also see the stars, they don't think they're real. <laughs> yeah. but... Oh, bless them. <laughs> Fish eye lens! <laughs> Fuck! Uh. I think the greatest thing you can take away from the flat earth conspiracy is there's a lot of mentally challenged people in society nowadays. And a lot of trolls. Half of them definitely don't believe it. Yeah. It was started on 4chan. It's a, it's a fucking troll. Like, oh, something else came from 4chan that's turned to reality and people don't... Oh, have you, have you seen this thing that some people claim... Now, don't screenshot this, but apparently the OK sign... Oh right, yeah. It's now a white power symbol. Ah. Wasn't it just that harmless little game where you got people to look at it? There though? is that, but I thought it was a Satanist symbol. No, no, this six, no, listen. Six six. It looks Even like a six. Stephen Fry posted something on Mental Health Awareness Week. This is how it came on my radar, and he and he just did a post on Twitter. Are you okay? You know, do you need to talk to somebody? Reach out, and it's him doing the okay, which we all internationally recognise as. Okay. Isn't that a diving symbol as well? That's like where it when comes you're from. Scuba diving, Underwater. You um, you, know, you sort of you have a sign language, don't you? Yeah. And that is, I'm not going to okay. screenshot it. That is okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. Well, he obviously people then informed him, and he tweeted again. I fucking refuse, refuse to have the meaning of that change. Well, fuck that. It means okay. And then, but basically, I started reading into it. And it comes from 4chan, it was a piss take, like, what's the one gesture that could be, like, mm. completely innocuous? Yeah. Okay, oh, that's white power now, but because some white supremacists have started using it, well, started the joke has become real, and satire's dead, <laughs> nobody knows the fucking lines between realities are blurred, and nothing's real anymore, nothing's safe, yeah. nothing's sacred. Welcome to the post-truth apocalypse. <laughs> Yay! My personal favourite's always the two fingers, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's entirely accurate, and Mike, you're probably going to say it's not. Is, isn't it something to do with the English bowman at Agincourt? I don't know. I've, probably, I've heard that theory myself. So it's I think the, the, the French knights would drive past, and we'd sort of flick them with yeah. Billy, and say, don't come too close, mate. Could be. Still got me shooting fingers. Because they would, they would cut them fingers off if they caught them, mm. so they couldn't draw a bow again. I'm going to try and bring back... Oh, you're biting the thumb. Yeah. <laughs> do you bite your thumb at me, sir? I do bite my thumb, but not at you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And what, that's an insult somewhere, isn't it? Sicily, Italy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sicily. There's a lot. That in the business, the biting the thumb Italian as well. Might be. I love how physical gestures change from country to country as well. Like, I could always see my my best mate's Indian, and his dad would always be doing this with his hand, like when you ask him a question, like. That is the equivalent of shrugging your shoulders in uh, Indian. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And if you really don't know... <laughs> Just don't eat with your left hand. Uh, yes. <laughs> but do you know that, it, curiously, they all think we're disgusting because yeah. we do use paper. They use we, water. We've had this discussion. Oh, have we? It's filthy, isn't it? There's 
You do millions of people were walking around with dirty arms. <laughs> <laughs> Don't the um the Arabs use sand or gravel as well if they're if they're in the, if they're out in the desert the Bedouin probably use sand possibly I just walk around with a fucking shitty arm <laughs> and grab a handful of sand ah! uh, <laughs> oh well it's clean no but it's very smooth sand it's they have to uh, import the coarser sand from Australia mm. for building they do well you learn something new yeah. every week don't yeah, you, you see? Because you never wave with your left hand, apparently, either. That's, that's not good. Is that offensive? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I learned in Poland, that means, come on, let's go for a drink. All right. I didn't know that. You'd be able to impress somebody with that next time. Yeah. Go, huh? I certainly will. Speaking of which, she was my research assistant today, and she fell asleep. Well, don't, so, don't that, listener, the topic. listener, that is not a reflection of the topic at hand. Please stay tuned. She was trying to be fine. She was we'll, we'll, we'll keep it interesting. I was watching some about a Necronomicon, oh, right. an ancient city hidden under the sands. Like, right. mm. uh, so yeah, the moon's shrinking, probably because of reptilians. Maybe just because the moon's going down. Can I just clarify before we move on? Is it is that part of the story actually true? Have scientists said it's shrinking? Yeah. yeah. Right, but then the conspiracy people have added on to that. It's because it's been hollowed out. Probably. Thing is, sort of proof we did go to the moon is that, of course, all the NASA missions left instruments on the moon, mm. so Ooh. they're able to tell these things. I didn't know. I learned on that show we listened to the other day. They went up there with like paper maps in their pockets yeah. just in case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got lost. I mean, they got no GPS, have you? So they were looking yeah. for a particular crater weren't yeah, they yeah and they never got they never made it you get lost on the moon you fucked didn't well you? they were looking That's for it. it and apparently like mission control was like boys your heart rates are going up through the roof and stuff like uh, <laughs> leave it and they never found the crater they were looking for um, I mean, it was easy enough to find your way back because you just retrace your footsteps i guess but what if it's dark oh i don't know it was all in a fucking sound stage anyway. So no, it wasn't. They, we'll get on to that because it's coming up to the anniversary. So the moon landing is going to be an episode very light, soon. Isn't the light side of the moon constantly light and the dark side dark? Yeah, pretty much. So it'd never go dark, guys. Is that why the album's called Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, yeah and the film. Fantastic. And that's where the Nazis live. That's the dark side. And the reptiles. And the reptiles, cities. yeah. I suppose you the could graze. just look at the photographs. You can see the outline of the cities. Of course you edge. can. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, yeah. I guess the worry, <laughs> I guess the worry's not being able, because of course you could turn around and follow your footsteps back, but I suppose the worry is more like trying to find this crater, getting lost in the sense of like you're too far away from the module. Oh do you yeah, know what I mean, like, know. come on, if you couldn't get straight there and straight back, you've maybe fucked your chance. But anyway, yeah. If there was, was a moonquake. Moonquakes? Are they real? Yeah. Apparently so. Moonquakes? Yeah. Ah, uh, there's a name for a movie. James Bond. Moonquake. <laughs> Moonquaker. What? Moonquaker! There's an ad about some Quakers who live on the Oh, yeah. Some bloke on the Oats box is an evil genius. That's where, <laughs> that's no, where Oats it's come it's from. It's not a moon base. <laughs> it's not made of cheese, it's made of Oats. It is. <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Solved it. There you go. Uh, what's the next one then? Who wants the next one? Go on then. Restaurant under fire for adding aardvark pizza to its menu. <laughs> I don't really see a problem. Are the aardvarks endangered? I don't think so. What's the problem? Well, it's bushmeat. <laughs> oh, right. Is that not good? Well, <laughs> is, it... is it just. Are they no, like... People really. eat bushmeat all the time. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the, yeah, in the bush. Yeah. 
That's yeah. the most confusing thing. If you read the well, story. We've got standards, we know where the food's coming, we can trace it back to the farm and bush me yeah. out. Would you eat a badger? <laughs> if I was not starving, yeah. If someone tried to sell your monkey on the street to eat, would you eat it? Am I starving at this point? Is this well, post Brexit Britain? Should I probably take the monkey? Yeah. Do you know what? I see a lot of dead badgers in my job. You'll be a fucking Shall I start saving them? Yeah, Shall I start them? collecting the, the smashed badger corpses? Yeah. Yeah. Put, put, get yourself a chest freezer in the back of the van. Yeah. Throw them in the boot. There you go. Throw them in there. When badger you get home, throw them in the back. Badger throw them pie. In the badger pie. Badger, badger stew. Pie. Badger steak. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it you be ironic? Like <laughs> the badger world. Wouldn't it be ironic to serve it with mashed potato? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. But the irony is delicious and nutritious. <laughs> Everybody knows Bodger goes well with mashed potatoes. <laughs> Bodger and Badger. <laughs> no, mate, Badger goes well with mashed potato, not Bodger. Otherwise, oh, yeah. that's cannibalism, mate. That's oh, different. Yeah, Bodger was the human, wasn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah, that's cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> like Crichton says. Seems Otherwise, you're just picking on the chickens. <laughs> Seems a waste to leave him lying there. Ah, <laughs> oh, classic. Right, so what's I'm going on then, Mike? On Wednesday, May the 8th, a Kilmarnock restaurant claimed to have made history by becoming the first eatery in Scotland to serve up aardvark. There's no fucking surprise it's in Scotland. Do I mean, we get aardvarks in this country? No. I mean, fried pizzas, fried Mars bars, haggis. It's no surprise mm. they're having aardvark. He revealed to the Daily Record that the dish was made with green chilli, spicy chicken, lamb mince and of course aardvark. He said he wanted to offer something different and unique. Do they eat it in other countries I wonder? Yeah, Is it, possibly. Uh, he must have got the idea from somewhere. Probably something different. Uh, oh, the health people got him straight away. They did, yeah. Oh it says there aardvarks are native to Africa and come under UK bushmeat import legislations. So I guess we're not allowed to import bush meat and... Oh, bloody, and bloody red tape. What was Francis eating a honey badger? It's political. Catch one first. People are, I'm not going to catch it, that's right. Political correctness gone, gone man. Bloody hell. Do you remember when that was something that you used to say sarcastically to take the piss out of gammons type of thing because they, they're always moaning about PC culture but now, now it has gone mad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, you can't even say it's oh, it's PC gone mad. Well, yeah, it has gone mad. Yeah. There, there are men breaking women's weightlifting records, and everyone's too polite to tell him that he probably that he hasn't. <laughs> Wasn't there that sprinter who like she was biologically female, but like had no gonads, like but tucked up inside, and she was technically a man in a way. Although there's been a few. She's been stopped from running now. I think. Yeah, there was a dude. Oh, she had like, massive levels of testosterone. you got to be careful here. There was a woman, a trans woman, who used to be a man, now a woman, competing in cage fighting and just beating the living fuck out of girl after girl. <laughs> I have to wonder in that scenario yeah. whether there's a bit of a psychological issue going on there. Also, like, it just shouldn't be allowed, I'm sorry. <sighs> Put me in PC jail. But... I don't want, if my daughter gets into, well, they do martial arts, Leona's girls do martial arts, right? And then what if one day they're in a competition, there's like, you know, some 13 year old with stubble and pigtails. <laughs> I identify. You're like, <laughs> a woman. And he kicks a little girl right in her face. I'm not going to be happy, am I? No. You know? Oh, well. Well, you just get in the ring and show how it's done. <laughs> He's only 13, you can take him. So I can go up to his dad and say, do you think it's all right for him to fight my daughter? Yes. Is that your wife? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Is that fair? 
It's no, the same thing. We're joking. It's a very thorny issue. Don't cancel us. <laughs> Don't report us to uh, the Facebook police. So, yeah. A woman in a white coat and a hairnet said she was an inspector and wanted more information on the Aardvark pizza. She said she needed to know where it was from and if they had documentation. Native to Africa, Aardvarks come under UK bushmeat import legislation, meaning no selling it require a specific licence to do so. As such, East Ayrshire Council have launched an investigation into the business to discover whether it is operating within the law. A spokesperson for the council said officers will be fully investigating this matter to ensure that the restaurant owner is complying with all relevant legislation. Wow. Indian accent is an amazing name for an Indian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't believe it was Aardvark. Mm. Nah. He just said it was Aardvark. Yeah. To make it sound could you put could you have a fox pizza um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> brexit yeah <laughs> bowl pizza oh we'll be eating all kinds uh, of yeah. stuff farmyard verbi at some point this is gonna happen ratatouille with rat <laughs> was it rato van yeah. so rat has been run over by a van <laughs> well in um De- demolition man they eat rat burgers don't they yeah he really enjoys that burger as well, doesn't he? <laughs> He's like, oh man, that's great. You see any cows around here? Still good. <laughs> Three seashells. Yeah. I hope they don't come into that. I hope that's not going to be a thing in the future. Well, you just go up to the little machine and swear those. I wouldn't do you? anyway. I'd, get, I'd have no money left. Does <laughs> well, <Especially> it <at> work? <laughs> <laughs> What's next in the news? Okay. Meet the Spaniard making morcilla with his very own blood. I don't even know what morcilla is. Morcilla or mo- sausage. Oh. oh, so he's making sausages with his very own blood. You've heard the arguments over which of Spain's blood sausage variety is the best. No, I haven't. <laughs> Me either. Some, thinks it ha- some think it hails from Burgos. Others believe the blend of pig's blood, rice, onion and spices is better in Leon. But what on earth would these traditionalists think about the concoction currently being made in Alazoa, Aloza? Sorry, guys. A remote village in in Spain. A, a sausage that is <laughs> a sausage that its creator claims would be suitable for vegans because it's made using one's own blood. Yes, you read that right. The first step of the recipe involves extracting 40 milliliter of one's own blood fresh from the vein. Oh god. Forty milliliters. Um, I don't know if I want to lose that much blood in one just for a sausage. So this guy's a he's a woodcutter. That explains why he's got so much blood of his own oh, blood yeah, around, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? I'm always cutting my fingers. I might as well save it. Up. <laughs> Make some blood I'm sausage. About six sausages at a time. I'll be mm. be woozy. <laughs> he's really pale. Oh man. You're right there, my god. I've just three pints of blood to make me breakfast. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> So he's, he's claiming it's a vegan blood sausage, but it's only vegan blood sausage if you eat your own, isn't it? Can vegans yeah. eat people? Cannibal if, yeah. if you eat someone else. Can, what, no? can vegans eat people? Well, no. No, it's cannibalism. It's meat. Yeah, but they're all, it's all about the, the animal cruelty, isn't it, for them as well? Well, it's cruel to a human, surely. Well, they're dead. <laughs> but it's not just the... A plant-based diet has its own like rewards and things like some do it for ethical reasons, obviously, but I'm sure if they ethically object to the killing of animals for meat, I'm sure they would possibly, maybe, morally have some <laughs> sort of problem with you killing people. That's what I was for thinking. Meat. Yeah. So why, why do you think that 
cutting, making that of human blood is any better. Well, you've got to make. So he's saying, no. he's saying, look, if you're a vegan, you can still have our traditional blood sausage. You've just got to extract some of your own blood and eat that. So you're cannibalizing yourself. But you're not eating any no this animals. This man's just clearly a fucking lunatic, then, isn't he? Well, he, this is the lens that vegans have to come to. I mean, oh, I, I really, I'm a vegan, but I really fancy a sausage. So what I do is I cut myself and make it of my own blood. Well, who sucked the blood from their finger whenever they cut? Oh yeah. yeah. The thing it's is, blood. That's because I like the taste of my own blood. It's going back in your body. <laughs> I don't think it quite works like that. Well, the nutrients would. But it is weird, our standards, isn't it? My own blood. Yeah. And we think, oh yeah, stick some pig's blood in there. Yeah, that's fine. Love a blood sausage. Oh, it's got human blood in it. No. I don't really like blood sausage. It's someone else's blood. That's different. I mean, I don't want to eat sausages. (laughs) 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 That's yeah. You don't. You've got to use your own blood on this one, haven't you? Pretty much. Yeah. Definitely. AIDS sausages, the Barrymore story. Remember <laughs> <laughs> uh, when he was actually a massive primetime yeah, TV star? I used to love him when I was little. We'd all sit around as a family strike and watch strike it lucky. top, middle, bottom, strike it lucky. Oh, hey! Yeah. He was fucking yeah. ace, old buzzer. Bloody hell. I had a huge cardboard cry of his face. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Where did you get that? I went to Quicksave and he was a promotion thing. At he the was time. a face of Quicksave. Yeah. Uh, Isn't your um, garage ring? When they it? closed down, I stole one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had it in my bedroom for months. <laughs> yeah, that experience when I had a girlfriend. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind him. I just really like Barry Mark. <laughs> uh, I haven't got a swimming pool, don't worry. Uh, Bless. I was going to remake Only Pools and Horses, but they call it Only Pools and Corpses. <laughs> <laughs> he was acquitted of all wrongdoing. He was. I think. Probably. I'm not. Like, I'll fucking Google it. You're the fact checker, not us. Uh, I'm not down with his blood sausage anyway. I don't want well, to have to cut myself. I'm not going to lie. Sausages. I wouldn't eat the the animal blood sausage. I, I don't I'm eat that either. I'll eat a sausage without the blood in it because I'm weird. Yes, I'm a hypocrite. I'll eat the flesh, I'll eat the skin. <coughs> the blood turns me off. The arseholes and the Hey, <laughs> hey four tastes good to me. Oh, Ricky Gervais, man, that made me laugh. Did you see that clip of him? He was taking a piss out of all the people that complained about the um, vegan Greg sausage roll. like, And he was saying, like, <laughs> what's your problem? He's like, well, there's not enough arseholes in it. He's like, oh, <laughs> The fuck do you think's in the meat one? <laughs> but I will hear nothing bad said about a Greg sausage no, roll. No, no, me. They're the backbone of this country, Greg sausage rolls. Anyway, I think that concludes the news. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the lost city of Arem. Oh, can I, sorry to interrupt you straight away. Might want to explain on my behalf that the previous half an hour you've just listened to was recorded on the backup mic. Yes, because I was going to gloss over that guy <laughs> and save you, the, save you some face, but no, go I on. I just want to apologise as the sound man for fucking things up, and the rest of the show will be the usual gold standard audio quality that you've come to know and expect from us. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> so, somewhere on the desert sands between the UAE, United Arab Emirates, and Saudi Arabia, there existed a city that mysteriously disappeared along with all of its inhabitants. Mm. Now, some legends say the inhabitants of this city communed with jinn. 
Not gin and the spirit. No. Spirits to a kind. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say it is a spirit. It is a spirit. I've communed but with it's gin before. It's a spirit, but not a spirit. Right. Uh, not the good kind well, of spirit. No. Well, The maybe. ghostly kind. The ghostly kind. It's actually spelled D-J-I-N-N-S. Mm -hmm. Brilliant score in Scrabble. I'm going to say gin. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Not um, bad. No. Good uh, to know. It is, yeah. Because there's a word called gin as well with J-I-N. Mm. You know, just put that D on that for that J. And everyone will go, that's not a word, and you can get your... Yeah. Oh Google my God. We're talking about fucking Scrabble. <laughs> Don't mind the game of Scrabble, oh me. God, when did you two hit middle age? <laughs> Fuck off with your meditation app. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Scrabble. That's helping me sleep. So does Scrabble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, jinns are an intelligent spirit of lower rank than angels, able to appear in human and animal form and possess humans. Okay. So, but Islam says the, the giants called this city home. Oh, right. So the lost so city I of the realm. I assume it was built. It was like giant sized. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. The lost city of Iran has been known as the Atlantis of the Sands. Mentioned in the Quran due to its practice of idolatry. So they're bowing down to idols in, in Aram. I'm mm. going to stop saying Aram. It's Aram. Sorry. Aram. Aram, Aram. Aram. You say Aram, I say Aram. It is Aram. Yeah, I'll get around to it. <laughs> so it is mentioned in the Quran. Mentioned yeah. in the Quran, yeah. Because they were bowing down to idols. And that's not cool. Not cool. Billy Idol, though. No. He no. wasn't there. He's old, but he's like, it's not that old. No. Oh, nice apparently, day. it was built before the time of Adam, thus making it the oldest city on earth. Yes. Are there any, I suppose we'll get to that, but are there any geographical, yes. physical evidence? Yes, of, we'll oh, get to that. Excellent. We'll awesome. all get to that. So, let's just scroll back up to that, Mike, under the HP Love. Give me HP Lovecraft, please. Mr. Lovecraft. The great HP Lovecraft. Lovecraft is a little <laughs> writer who wrote some books, yeah. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> wrote some books, yeah. He wrote some books. Whatever happened to the B-52s? That song. I like that song. Rock Lobster. And hey, Rock Lobster. Remember they did the theme tune to the Flintstones as well? They did, the movie yeah, yeah. And yeah. they called themselves the BC-52s? Yeah, the BC, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> I had that on cassette single. Oh. I had a... a, a a CD it doesn't make sense because BC 52 wasn't even the Stone Age. <laughs> well, it? yeah, but it's just a joke, isn't it? I know. Flintstones. <laughs> Meet the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> he had a really distinctive voice, that guy. <laughs> he did, didn't he? shouldn't have been a singer. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The great H.P. Lovecraft achieved early fame with his 1921 story, The Nameless City. It tells a story of Abdul al-Hazrad, an Arab scholar whose quest for the secrets of black magic led him to a remote, forbidding area of the Sahara Desert. There he stumbled on an ancient city, unknown to the outside world, a centre for sorcery and witchcraft in inhabited by jinn and afrits, the ghouls and demons of Semitic folklore. Passing through the dark streets and amongst the lofty columns of Iraq. See, he's got a ram. Okay, yeah. It's both of them. Uh, as the gloomy city was known to his residents, he entered the temple of their patron deity, Cthulhu, a satanic figure, or a demonic deity from deep space. Ooh. The high priest in attendance entrusted him with a. Oof. Thaumaturgic? Yeah. <laughs> Thaumaturgic? 
Tome, I don't know. Turgic, it's Turgic. Turgic. Uh, there we go. The Al-Azif, but translating its horrific text into Latin as, a as the Necronomicon proved too much for Abdul, and he went raving mad before completing his task. While most readers assume the nameless city was an entirely original creation of Lovecraft's fertile imagination, he actually based it on ancient Arab oral accounts. And I've got some stuff about that guy who says he didn't go nuts, he actually did translate it. Mm. How did Mr Lovecraft have access to uh, knowledge? ancient oral Arab accounts? Was he I guess there? he went there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm just. I'm not, yeah, I'm he, guessing. He did. Good. He did. Yeah, he was. A, he was a big fan of Arabic culture. He did go there. Same as people like Lawrence of Arabia. Even Alistair Crowley was obsessed with this sort of thing as well. You know, I suppose it, people take Bible stories and turn them into cool sci-fi things all the time, don't they? Robocop. Yeah. I guess he was just doing it for the Arab world, taking their. Um, well, it's original, isn't it? I mean, you think of Western myths by 1921. Western sorry about the helicopter. It's, it's part, of part of Telford's probably on fire. That's a police helicopter. <laughs> yeah, probably. sorry about that. Do you know what they call them in Los Angeles? Ghetto birds. Ah, good. Ah. <laughs> wow, that is loud. Do you know in LA they have to have steel reinforced plates oh, on there? Oh, yeah. Them. I know, because yeah. people take pot, pot shots. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit job being a policeman in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's be honest. If we all had guns and one day you were drunk in the back garden having a fag, fucking copping bastard, fucking. I definitely have some cans, empty cans, sort of dead about with the garden, you know, and as you sort of. That's how you keep count of how many you've had, and when you can't hit it anymore, you know, you've had too many. The problem is they go through the cans and the fence and into a child. <laughs> That's hey. just a chance they take. <laughs> Them's the rules. <laughs> They're not the rules. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm all over the fucking place today. The Bedouin. The Bedouin myth described a ram of the pillars as a large, deeply prehistoric metropolis built after the Great Flood by a race of giants, the Ad Haljan, in an uninhabitable area of the Arabian Peninsula known as the Rub el Khali or Empty Quarter. The city was said to have been headquarters for the Makurabun or ghost priests of a profane pre-Islamic cult. Ooh. They worshipped. Does profane mean rude? I think so. Doesn't it? I think. Yeah. Profanity, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, profane. Oh well. They sound cool. Oh, maybe blasphemous. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe blasphemous in this yeah. sense. Yeah. They worshipped Kandhulu, Lovecraft's Cthulhu, mentioned as a devilish conception in the fragmentary Al Kadif manuscript, which became the short story short story author's El Azif. Iran was uncommonly rich, thanks in large measure to its trade in al-Luban, the milk, an aromatic resin taken from the bark of bacella trees for the production of costly perfumes sought after by wealthy clients and used in sacred rituals. Now we know about this because there's a city of Elba that they uncovered mm -hmm. and it had trade in manuscripts. Okay. Uh, cruciform tablets. Yeah. Like tax Yeah, Basically, like, yeah. This is all the they traded yeah. with the red. Yeah. This is a mm. sort of trick. This is what we trade with. This is who we trade with. Mm. This is how much we get from. This is what we send them. That's what they send it's us. It's weird thinking of ancient peoples like bothered about bo in it. Do you know what I mean? You do, I just don't imagine them being concerned with like, oh, uh, the latest Calvin Klein. The wealthy would. Yes. Yeah. Well, the wealthy they would. would. They were remember, people. But remember the Arab culture for a long, 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 long time was far ahead of the West. Yeah. Far ahead yeah. of the West. 
There's no way like mathematics and yeah. language and everything yeah. comes yeah. from. Actually, I read an interesting. We use the Arab- Arabic language. Yeah. Oh, actually, I read an interesting article on that this week. Um, you know, the, the, the our numbers are Arabic. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, etc., etc. They're all Arabic, and they asked Americans in a poll. Do you think we should teach Arabic numerals? Uh, I saw that. I saw that. And they were like, no, no, of course not. It's like, well, they're the numbers we use. But so in all fairness, you know, not everybody knows that, but yeah, it was still quite funny. fun. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so within the Islamic faith, the kingdom is best known for being an ancient metropolis of towering pillars inhabited by a race of giants who are both physically and intellectually superior to humans in every way. Makes sense. Yeah. But with their power came not great responsibility, but great <laughs> arrogance. And with that, the wrath of God and their eventual destruction. Now, mm-hmm. when we say giants, are we talking sort of like... Goliath. The, the great Carly, Andre the giant? Just bigger than your average, yeah. or are we talking... Because if everyone was the size of the great Carly, you would say, they're giant people. Yeah. But were they even... Were they even more giant? I think we're talking sort of... 40 feet. What? Is that what you've got? Did no, they... I think that in the Bible, that's what they're described as. That's what I'm going on. I don't think... I'm not a biologist, but I don't think you, your fucking bone structure would could handle the the weight and... They'd have thicker uh, bones, guys. A 40-year-old... A 40... Jazz, we had brachiosauruses on this planet, which were humongous. Or did we? Or did we? <laughs> yes. Did we? Or did we? Yes. Or did we have three or four other dinosaurs Admittedly. that they mashed together and went, Bronchio! Admittedly, <laughs> there were higher oxygen levels and that's why we could have bigger creatures. Now, without sounding as, as as thick as I did just then, I am aware that, like, and also, like, they were... They were what just, was that, a giant ape? The, the Gigantopithecus. But how tall was it? It wasn't 40 foot tall. I think it was near that, wasn't it? No, if you... T- right. Was it King Kong's on a scale? Yeah. Right, hang on a second. Google it. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess, the roof is less than 10 feet. Yeah. It's the roof is eight about eight, eight or nine. So think four f- stories. If they were ten foot tall, I don't know. I was thinking ten I mean, feet, fifteen. I don't know for certain. I don't know for certain. Ten foot tall, but somebody was seven foot tall. People were smaller back then, anyway, weren't they? So someone who was seven foot would have been gigantic. Yeah, wouldn't they? But I suppose yeah. It's, my point is, I just, I just don't think. Sorry. Some live research going on. That's where you can hear keys clicking. To be thick, but I just think a forty foot giant. I mean, he'd have to have ankles as. Th- Thick as a fucking. Well, yeah, they'd all like, be proportioned. Their bones would be thicker, wouldn't they? Be able to, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't evolve if, if your bones couldn't support the bones, weight of your body. Their bones must be made of different fucking stuff. 10 like to it. 15 feet, I was way off. Okay, 10 to 15. See, I can handle that. Although some say that it was up to 450 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, that's like a fucking skyscraper <laughs> yeah. walking round. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Please, he'd say hello, and you'd literally be thrown from your feet <laughs> with the, the passage of his breath. It'd be like a fucking hurricane going. He'd blow you back and destroy your house. It would probably take that I much. Fucking hate, I hate moving into giant neighbour. I can re- re- rebuild my fucking house every day. Plus, wouldn't... Don't, like, I'm showing how... Th- 630 feet oh, get in. Come on. 
I'm Let's just take the first answer, eh? Right? The... <laughs> I'm showing how thick I am now, but like giant animals um, don't move much, do they? Because they've got to yeah. conserve energy. Like, so I was about to say yeah. a 450 foot giant just saying hello would probably up, take up too much fucking energy. Up to some of the ones that's up to 30 feet, so anything from between 10 feet and 450 feet. Fuck. I think they can probably discount 450 feet. Because <laughs> I. I, I just I think a, an eight foot person or a seven foot person would be considered giant, and if they were all seven feet, like a giant race, maybe I don't know. We had this dude at work recently who was a temp, and he was mm. seven foot seven or eight, mm. the tallest person I've ever seen. Yeah, he literally had to duck to get through the door. Amazing, isn't it? And I was like, fuck. I used to know a market trader called Des who was six foot ten. His heritage is from somewhere in the in the Caribbean, and the guy who I worked for at the market said, "Des's mom, Des's dad, Des's siblings are all that similar height." And I was like, "Wow, what the fuck?" And he's like, "It basically because of the slave trade, there were islands and places where they literally bred cool, the sure. tallest and strongest slaves together." For a couple of generations, yeah, and yeah, yeah. His family is still feeling that genetically, like basically. So yeah, apps and not yeah, skinny, cool. not six mm. foot ten and like built like a brick shit. Yeah, a oh, very yeah. imposing it's, it's, figure. As harsh as it is to say, mm. slaves were bred like mm. a pedigree dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's why the fastest runners are mostly come from Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, it also this, explains why. Oh, this is dodgy grand, but I do think there's definitely truth to it of why black African-Americans tend to dominate American sports is this same thing. of Yes, I um, like, it's, it's, it's dodgy, you're right, it's dodgy mm, ground to stand yeah. on and say that, but you've got to wonder, mm. Mm, well, all that selective breeding. Yeah. I was also told by somebody or read somewhere that there was, because I used to play basketball, didn't I? So I was a little bit obsessed with this of like, is it just a myth or, or no all the black guys do genuinely seem to be able to jump higher than us there is something genetically to do with the the tendon your hamstring tendon how flexible that tendon is yeah. in the back is directly related to how much spring you've got oh, yeah. um and that there is something genetic going on but probably because of a yeah. hundred years ago some selective eugenics type well, fucking is it naturally as well on. the sherpas mm. you know the ones that got the everest mm. yeah well, they've got like wider blood vessels in the in the lungs and that, oh, awesome. so, so they can breathe thinner air at higher altitude, yeah, basically. And there is um, somebody wrote a book about it. Look it up, listener. Sorry, I can't tell you what it was called, but about there is an area of of Africa where the greatest distance runners in the world. There's a tribe of guys who consistently are the absolutely shit on the rest yeah. of the world. And for the fastest distance. person ever alive mm. was an Aborigine. Mm. Oh, did they measure his footprints? They measured the, the footprints and they, yeah. they came to the conclusion that he, he was faster than Usain Bolt. Fucking hell. And he was running in mud. Oh, Jesus. It wasn't like, wasn't it a sand or something? Something like that. It, it, was, a lot, it was like prehistoric kind of yeah. levels of history. Mm. And they found these footprints and on the stretch, stretch of mud, like sort of preserved. Yeah. And they measured the stride and all this and realised that he was running a lot faster than Usain Bolt could run. Fuck it up. So I wonder if <coughs> there are any exceptionally tall people in the Arabic world, if they could, in theory, trace back a few thousand years and basically mm -hmm. one of these giants came down and buffed. 
Well, it's interesting you mention that. A normal-sized woman. Well, could I just say the giant Gigantopithecus yeah. was 10 feet. Okay. So we'll go That's with the 10-feet giant zone. Because okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. I go with that. Not the 450 feet. Let's face it, because the 450 to me that's getting into the mystical and the the, the science fiction. Yeah. I can have a 10 foot creature. I can cope with that in my mind. Yeah, I mean it's still pretty imposing. Yes. Oh fuck yeah. I wouldn't like to run into a giant. <laughs> and the other thing is, we are extrapolating. We do do a lot of. They basically found a tooth, didn't they? And decided from that tooth, or was it a piece of jawbone or something? If this is that big. Then the rest yeah. of the animal, the Gigantopithecus, would have been. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my little rubbish dinosaur joke that I made earlier as well. That like, it's rare that they find a fucking complete. You know, they find oh, yeah, two yeah. halves of bits and they budge it, and and they probably had feathers too. That's the. Consensus nowadays yeah, is they had yeah. feathers. Yeah, um, never used to be. No, it didn't, did it? Fuck, we'd have to do a dinosaurs episode. I was yeah. obsessed with them as a youth. I think you've still got some plastic dinosaur figures somewhere yeah. stashed away in the attic. I still play with mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Good on you, mate. I always remember watching as a kid the um, is it 10,000 BC, not the shitty yeah. remake, the original yeah. with Raquel Weiss in it. Ooh. And the other one, fur bikinis and fur loincloths. Oh, Raquel Welch. Remember that? Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like that kind of left a massive impression on me when it came to dance. It's supposed <laughs> to have heard that they, in the prison movie with, fuck, is it Clint Eastwood, where he's been digging the hole with a spoon Alcatraz. in his wall? Alcatraz, maybe, and it's hidden behind a Raquel. Yeah. The famous Raquel yeah, Welsh, yeah. you know, in the Lion Club. Yeah, she was lovely. Is she still alive? If she's alive, I'm going to go out of a limb. I'd still fuck her. <laughs> All 99 years. <laughs> A clit's probably as long as my fucking leg. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> you fucking are probably killer. <laughs> I'd be gentle. It <laughs> doesn't matter, she's 99. I'd be extra gentle. <laughs> Think a hip will go. Yeah. <laughs> the very least, you're going to pop her hips out. Split her in two. <laughs> He's not that big. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm like, oh, ferocious. Fragile she is. <laughs> Speaking of people dying, actually. Wow. Yeah, let's get back to the subject. Um, I do need to. Do, we need to do a slight tangent that we should have done earlier, actually. Okay. We need to say um, R.I.P.D. to Stanton Friedman, famous ufologist who brought the Roswell case back yeah. into the limelight in the eighties. Okay. Big voice in the UFO community. R.I.P.D. to you, sir. Why do you have the D? Because it's the Rest in Peace Department. I, I thought it was. Yeah. And a comic. I, I used to like saying R.I.P.D. I thought it was that. I was just checking. Yeah. yeah. I've got issue one of that. R.I.P.D. Yeah. When the movie came out, I was like, whoa, I want to make some money. Right, it's worth fuck all. Really? Absolutely fuck all. Because <laughs> A, it's not a sought after comic, and B, the film was shit. So. It was terrible. <laughs> and I really, I, I, I've read a few, I haven't read the comics mm. religiously, but I mm. enjoyed I like, I enjoy the concept of it. I like the idea I love of it. The idea. Yeah. Basically, I did see the film. Yeah. It was okay. I, I think I made it halfway through the film, mm. I know I watched it all. I like the concept of, I'm getting confused now, but he, he looks like a woman to everybody else, doesn't that's he? That's right. He's a hot woman, but he's yeah. actually just... Mm. But it's Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yes, that's right, yeah. yeah. And Ryan Reynolds is, is Ryan Reynolds, isn't he? Yeah. He's a little Chinese dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they see each other as they are, but yeah. everyone else sees them as that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like the concept of, though, there's this there's an afterlife law enforcement kind me of thing. Me too. I was disappointed with the film, but I, I honour it by saying R.I.P.D. when someone dies. Well, this geezer... If he's quite important, maybe we should do a, an episode on him. 
I think so. He's probably he's worth an episode. Yeah, alright. We're doing it in memoriam episode, we'll all wear black. We used to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, alright. <laughs> We're not goths. <laughs> Just edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> is, Ooh, is, is, the is there something more alien hidden there? Mm. Well, this is where it coincides or, or sort of this meshes where, over yeah. with the planet X, Nibiru type. Ancient aliens, yeah. Nephilim, which is, well, they could be aliens as well. So are these giants, are they the aliens or are they... Just a different species on Earth. Well, they could be giants. They could be Nephilim. They mm. could be aliens. That's the name of a band, isn't it? Nephilim. They could be giants. Yeah, they're oh, right. yeah, it is, yeah. They might be giants. They might be giants. They never were, though, were they? <laughs> Didn't they do the theme tune for Malcolm in the Middle? Yes, yes they, did, they did, yeah. Yeah, we've Thank got a catchy chorus. Lovecraft also connects the city to a race of lizard people. Yeah. <gasps> Holy <laughs> shit! Now you're talking. <laughs> Well, that's but, just fiction. But that's just fiction. Or was it? Or was it? Because yeah. some people say that Lovecraft knew all this was real and tried to tell people by putting it out there as works of fiction. Like Hollywood does today. Yeah. A lot of people believe Lovecraft stuff is actually bona fide ancient history that's been released as fiction because it'd be too world-shattering. A lot like, of people think chocolate milkshake comes from brown cows. This is true. <laughs> this is true. You know, people are idiots. People are idiots. Uh, these giants were not as tall as me. <laughs> Nobody's taller uh, than me. Can you sing in a Trump voice, please? I've got a bigger dick than a giant. <laughs> My dick, okay. My dick is so much bigger than the dick of a giant. Okay. <laughs> no giant's dick is as big as my dick. Okay. He's a moron. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Huge <laughs> China. <laughs> I see we're going to war with Iran now. Anyway, that's, that's the next thing. Fuck him. That's probably how I mean, he literally. That's the level we're at with Trump. He's going to come out for his press conference announcing the war. We're going to war with Iran because fuck him. <laughs> There's no reason. Just yeah. go team. <laughs> uh, back to the secret city. Yeah, sorry. In the 2007 book, Secret Societies, conspiracy theorist Philip Gardner, I'm pretty sure I've heard him on the Unexplained podcast before mm. now, states that occult practices did take place in Iran and were then put into fictional form for Lovecraft's work. Five years later, in Bob Curran's Lost Lands, Forgotten Realms, he says, Some traditions say that Iran was built by the jinn themselves before the time of Adam and was later inhabited by man. It was literally a city of the old ones. Or, he also claims it was home to the Watchers. Guess mm. what they do? They watch. Are they a bit like the Watchers they... in Marvel? Do they watch? Yeah. From space? The name gives it away, really. <laughs> no, they're all blindfolded. That's <laughs> 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 irony. <laughs> no, they watch. They are a certain race of giant angels sent from heaven to watch over humans. They're also known as the Nephilim and giants amongst Christian circles and aliens in other circles. So well, you've, got this good job, are they? you've got this wonderful mishmash of, is this religion? Is it aliens? Is it dark occultism? Mm. It's pre-religion. That's what did puzzle me during this. You've got the Christians like, oh yeah, the Nephilim, it's in the Bible. Mm. But this predates the Bible massively. We're talking 3000 BC here. Mm. 
Are you suggesting the Bible was cobbled together <laughs> with all the best bits of previous religions? Yes. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I know it's true, I've seen Zeitgeist. Yeah. Mr. Sinzite guys. Yeah. What was his name? Mithros, is it the something? The sun. It should be Jesus, yeah, Ra, Mithros, Horus. It's all very similar. But it's all explained like really simply in like astronomical terms, isn't it? It's like something happens on the twenty you know, the sun goes down, reborn, changes seasons, so it's yeah. easy to see where these mythologies came from. But anyway, we're not here to bash the Christians. Well, Aren't we? <laughs> no. Oh god, I'll give you coat. Cool. So what, what's your money on? Aliens? Well, um, whatever they are, according to mythology, the Nephilim begin to desire human women. Who doesn't? The, their the, eyes aren't painted, are they? That's it. <laughs> they're watchers, after all. <laughs> what are they watching? And oh. the giants watch the girls while the girls watch the giants while the girls... <laughs> they can't see eye to eye because he's too fucking tall. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so some of them decides to settle down on Earth and knock some kids out. <laughs> <laughs> Poor human women. <laughs> I hope these giants weren't proportionate. <laughs> well, what did they use for lube in ancient times? <laughs> some kind of pig fat, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna get the woman in the mood, isn't it? Rub some pig fat in your vagina. <laughs> Stove, you're like, oh fuck, I don't know what he wants tonight. <laughs> I barely recovered from last time, they had to realign my hips. Wouldn't it be more of a concern to you guys that she's got to give birth? Like, yeah, but at least it'll be half breed, so it'll be like, you know, not quite full giant size, but still. Oh big. man, imagine if you're the shortest half giant. Oh, bless. He's human sized, a yeah. fucking runt. <laughs> They probably stoned those ones to death. Probably, they? actually, yeah, they wouldn't be the pure enough. Of, the runt of the litter never survived, did it? You know, I did, but my last dog was the runt of the litter. He survived till he was five. With human intervention, if they were out in the woods, would they not have just turned on him? Yeah, maybe not, yeah. Good point. I didn't rescue from the woods, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> my breeder, no idea. Um, <laughs> though the concept of angels behaving like this is not found in Islam, the pillars of Aram seem to become associated with mythical beings similar to the Watchers who existed before the Great Flood. Mm. And I did go and check if the Great Flood is in Islam. They're not really into that. It's in. <clears throat> Most cultures have some sort of myth because, again, back to the ancient, <clears throat> I, I sign up to the Graham, ha Graham Hancock theory of previous civilizations being lost to cataclysms and flooding is definitely a side effect of something huge hitting the earth and all these ancient cultures have this same fucking myth or very similar. A lot of cultures do have the great flood myth. Uh, Islam doesn't go for it but they do revere Noah as a prophet who lived to be like 150. Okay. There's a lot of crossover in these. Uh, I didn't realise there was like a Marvel DC team up. Yeah. <laughs> the religious oh, yeah, side yeah. of things. Well, you think about it. Christianity is Judaism and then Jesus. Mm -hmm. Judaism is just old school Christianity. Well, sorry, that's wrong way around. Well, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And Islam is like a bit of both, but also goes off on a tangent to where the prophet's flying off on a flying horse at the end. <laughs> Careful. I can uh, say that. I mean, sort of sum up. The world religions, <laughs> one sentence was never going to go well. <laughs> 
I don't know anything about Islam. I know. I wondered why you two stopped sort of sort of looked away when I started talking about Islam. Uh, we were just giving you the rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, it's all bollocks. <laughs> Whichever one you Men follow. just offended about half the world's population. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. But you know what? I'll give it its due. It's had some good ideas. It's produced some amazing artwork over the years. How's I that? think there's good in religions or I think there's bad. Yeah. And as an... I'm not an atheist, I'm a one I? As an agnostic. I think that's a good... I think I'm agnostic. Because uh, I, think, I think God is a word... It's a human word. I don't think... I think the best person I've ever heard explain it is Russell Brand of all fucking people. When he said, like, my cat has got no concept of Wi-Fi and he never can have any concept of Wi-Fi. It's simply beyond his powers of comprehension. Doesn't mean Wi-Fi is not real. I think there could be some... I don't think yeah. God is a fucking being or if... You know, I think it's something beyond my fucking I personally think atheism is as bad as religion because you're nailing down on something mm. that you clearly don't have I just proof think of. You I don't mean, have the issues. You don't have proof there isn't a God. No, but the burden of proof is on the believer. Uh, yeah, but surely I think, the, surely I think what the place, is, to, place to be is somewhere in between that there is a God or there isn't a God. Show me there is. Show me there isn't. Show me there is. Burn a proof on you. Show me there is. I think... Well, like I said, something that we not, might not be able to comprehend. Uh, I think it's beyond... Uh, I think it's semantics, right? I think this word God has got a human attachment to it, where you say God, you think of a being, don't you? The creator. The dude in the white be- with the white beard. Yeah, the sky daddy. But I think... It could be a sound. A lot of people believe that God is a sound. Oh, it's the arm thing, yeah. We've uh, just mentioned that. Yeah. I, I think, possibly, you know, like, evolution and just life just life right the force that we don't really understand we have a go at understanding it don't we evolution and all that the life i don't think it's a being i think maybe life is quote god do you know what i mean like just life itself just well, we could whatever. be a simulation that's also true in the yeah. we could be in the dream of a god yeah but I, I do think there's a very human semantic definition of God that that sort of fucks things up. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's got anything to do with the dogmatic religions and all that. I think it's a fucking force that's beyond my fucking understanding as a small little human. I just go for the fact I think it's just a very primitive and effective means of control. Yeah. From the oh, that's a religion. Yeah. From I'm the, talking about the, the, the God. It was. But it doesn't, I, I, doesn't mean that... All religions do that. It doesn't mean that all religions are bad. Some religions, I, I would say that Buddhism has had a positive effect on the world. It's more of a science of the mind, isn't it, than mm. a religion. It's classed as a religion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's more... They believe in afterlife. Yeah. Well, there's even... I like... Because my best mate's Sikh, and I think they've got one of the fucking best religions, because it's a bit more like Buddhism, you know. There's no, like... They do have a holy book, but um, they don't... Necessa- it's like the gurus who set up the religion. That's who they sort of pray to and worship. Guru Nanak. Guru Nanak. Was he the first one or the last one? I think the first, first one. First one. That's why all the, the Gurdwaras temples are called Guru Nanak something usually. But anyway, like it, it's more of a science of behaviour, a code yeah. of ethics. Yes, absolutely. Like just about how you treat your fellow yeah. man and yourself, yeah. basically. Which is why you can go it, to you can go to any Sikh temple. Anywhere in the country, and go and get a warm meal, and some food and drink. Basically, anybody off the street 
can go in at certain times of the day and the kitchen will be open and that's just part of their yeah their ethics i guess i yeah, like no, that no, a lot no, of christians no. believe in giving mm. to the poor the problem Don't is they also believe islam yeah which I'm fine with. It's then when you get into all the it's other the extremists yeah. that ruin it for everyone, I guess. The literalists. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that takes us back to that abortion ban in yeah. Alabama. Oh. Takes us to the the guys who are just making a quick book off of people's beliefs. And yeah. I think that's what kind of put me off the entire concept in the first place. Mm. I'm definitely not down for the major organised ones. I don't want to go and give my money and and read your book, which I know was written by people. It was written by people. It might have been written by people hundreds of years ago, but it was still fucking people. There's nothing godly about it. And I'm more tempted to believe that God is out... God as a concept is, like I said, that I'm struggling to explain. I you think that God is like the, the force in a way? It's yeah. that little energy that binds us all together. It's whatever started the universe expanding and and stars and energy. Then. The sun, yeah, because we don't really know what that is, do we? We do, but we don't. You know what I mean? No, we can't go far enough uh, into an atom to find. There you go. You know, we can only go so far to like quarks and sub quarks mm. and. Things like that. But we, we, we think that they might be like small sort of hairs that sort of oscillate. Mm, wow. And that gives, you know, energy and everything to the universe. So God could be something like That's that. That's where I think God is. I don't think That's God. a string theory, that is. But then I think the problem is, literally, with the word God, we've made that word, haven't we? And there's all this extra attachment to it. We need a different word for it. The force is the best. Honestly, <laughs> well, it is, and and their description of the force in Star Wars basically is what I'm talking about, isn't it? Yeah. It's the force that binds us and unites us. Penetrates us. Yes. Penetrate, I will. Let Yoda do some penetrating this time. Here's a question: Is Yoda a virgin? I don't. I think the Jedi, the, the the top guys in the Jedi, I think they go off and fuck. I think it's the same as any organisation. They tell mm. everyone below them they can't, yeah. but they're off doing it. Who is Yoda the only one of his little kind? You nah. do see some others, don't you? I'm I don't sure. think you see any, but he goes back to his home planet. Dagobah. Dagobah system. Mm. <laughs> is that his home planet? Yeah. I just thought he was he's hiding out there because he was remote, he's a swamp and nothing uh, in there. Maybe then. But I see he looks like the empire would look. But he looks like a little swamp creature, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. I bet he fucks like a champion because <laughs> you, you look at him hobbling about yeah. on his stick, but then when he has to fight Dooku, he's fucking back flipping and like Better a little cheating, a little mental yep, like a little mental frog. Imagine him on the job. <laughs> Jumping up in the air with some salty black devil to come back in. You put rabbits to shame, man. <laughs> Sorry, Master. So, I just want to add one last quick thing on religion. Yeah. You've got all these charlatans who are making a quick book of your Joel Osteens, half the people you have on full Alex and all that. Yeah. I just think if there was a god, he'd have struck them down by now for taking all of his teachings in the absolute vain. He's not going to be happy with them, is he? So you think? Well, I believe there might be. God, God, but I don't believe that there might be like Gaz is saying, like our interpretation of a God, the Christian interpretation of yeah. a God, or I think that's got to be bollocks. Isn't it some sentient being up in like where is he? Where does yeah. he reside? What is where the fuck's he been? So is heaven? Is heaven part of the multiverse? Is it interdimensional? Like where is he? Because he's not literally up there, is he? Yeah, the exactly. space shuttle would have hit him. There's some of those. <laughs> Those things you got to question about. Oh, space travel's not real, Gaz. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting space is a flat real. Earth, mate. You know the firmament. Diamonds in the firmament. Yeah. Uh. Before we go deep into theological discussion, yes. can I have 
Can I use the bathroom, please? <laughs> I, I can do the piss as well. I need a beer, it's all good. <laughs> Thirsty work, this theological stuff, isn't it? I think we should all take a moment to thank God for toilets and plumbing. No, I thank Thomas we Crapper who invented them. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we're back. Where were we? The Arabic historian, geographer and traveller Al-Masudi in his book Akbar al-Zaman even suggested that some early pre-Islamic Arabs believed the people of Iran were Nephilim-type giants. So could it exist? Could it be home to alien giants? Well, in 1973, archaeologists at the ancient city of Elba in Syria uncovered the largest stash of cuneiform tablets assembled at the time. The tablets contain writings more than f over 4,000 years older than anything ever found. These tablets contain trading records of all the countries Albert traded with, including one called Aram. Ooh. Juicy. Mmm. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's their tax returns, it's their receipts. The only problem I have with these tablet things, this is my problem with Mr Sitchin, is it's in a language that... What language were those tablets in? Does it say? No, I didn't. I assume so it's probably Arabic. Yeah. Well, I'm just getting because sometimes I don't know how much the Arabic language has changed. Just changed over yeah, time. Like. Me no, but remember, there's a lot of scholars of, of ancient Arabic and yeah. ancient Arabic culture because it was the most advanced culture. But yeah. the point I was getting at is there's also a lot of guesswork in this like type of thing, isn't it? You know. Like, I know what you mean, because Egyptian has changed from mm. ancient Egyptian. Yeah. Of course. Hebrew has changed from ancient Hebrew. So I'd imagine that... There's always someone about who can read this stuff. Yeah. yeah. There yeah, is, isn't there? You I'm know, not doubting it, I was just yeah. wondering. Oh, no. But there's always some someone about who knows how to read this stuff. Yeah, they, they study, don't they? Yeah. It's their study. That's pretty fucking interesting, though, isn't it? Hmm. So do you take that, then, as evidence that it actually did exist? I guess it is, isn't it? Well, or somewhere called Iran. Yeah. I think, you know... I think there's every cities, cities and civilizations rise and fall, yeah. and we're talking three thousand years. We're talking three thousand BC. This is Graham Hancock's one of his arguments: is that if we were wiped out by a cataclysm now, and you you think of all this stuff as permanent, all our cities and our infrastructure. If there was a giant catastrophic cataclysm, and we were all wiped out in two thousand years' time, there would be literally fucking yeah. zero evidence of any of the planes, well, any of yeah. the cars, doesn't any even, of the buildings. Doesn't have, doesn't even have to be a cataclysm. Like, mm. for example, for Iran, yeah. it's in the middle of a desert. Yeah, now, it's been swallowed by the sand. The sand right. dunes mm. are moving and they're growing. Yeah. But it's just, it just could have just swallowed the city. Materials yeah. break down and stuff, yeah. isn't yeah. it? That's well, what and, like, and then, of course, you get like... dust storms and suddenly... Half your city's covered in sand. Well, all right, let's say that there's a cataclysm of some kind, and mm. let's say that us three and some other people survive, and yeah. we're the eldest out of mm. all these people, and we try and educate the youth. Yeah. Right? So, like, we tell them about the cities. You know, mm. so New York, London, Paris, yeah. Berlin, we'd Moscow. We tell them all about them. Mm. Peckham. But, but Peckham. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of London, Mike. <laughs> It's absolutely false, and it was wonderful. Yes, that's yeah. I didn't get it. Fair enough. Yeah, I got it now. It's all right. I'm with you. But yeah, so but then over time, mm. uh, you know, we're talking three thousand BC up to now. So what's that? That's over five thousand years. Mm. These things do become legendary in five thousand years' time after we we're dead and we've told our the next generation. They've told that generation. Yeah. Things Chinese whisper. That's it. Don't they? Well, and before you know it, it's the legendary city of New York. But that's genuinely where I believe that this whole 
the sort of great flood comes from because obviously some people as we're sat here now some people did survive the, the asteroid impact or whatever it was right alien obviously death, right? A, few, a few humans did survive because we you know we're still here now but they would have then had this oral that was their only way of passing it down yeah you know we used to be we used to be multitude there was we were prosperous but the great flood came you know and yeah. we escaped to a fucking mountain that was a thousand years ago so yeah it will change and then oral chinese whispers exactly like you said oral tradition everyone every retelling of the story is going to slightly change yeah. just a smidge because oh i remember that being in it and then mm. they tell that and then that becomes fact mm. so it could. Whether or not I believed they were alien giants or angel giants or what, that I don't know. We'll we'll get there. But I think the fact that it existed, I'm definitely open. I can. Yeah, so far I'm with it. I think there could have been a city called Aram or Irem. Mm, and that's lost. That's lost, yeah. yeah. And the same as. And it won't be the only one. There'll be thousands yeah, of cities of course, lost that have got course. no evidence. The, of. the amount of ruins out in the in the Middle East of ancient civilizations. Yeah. You know. It's so fucked up that mainstream archaeology is so resistant. It's like they've got their official story and they are fucking well sticking to it. And no matter Unfortunately, how much, that happens with all science mm. disciplines. But no matter, even Gobeki Tepe, all that pops up and they're still like, yep, 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 they were hunter-gatherers. Hunter-gatherers built this. Yep, yep, because that's what we were then, because that's our fucking story. Yeah, anyone that deviates from the story is considered fringe. They're a kook. They're a heretic. Yeah, and you get fucking ridiculed yeah. and fucking, um, and cast out, basically. Just what happened to Mr. Hancock? I know, I don't look. I don't take everything he fucking says as gospel, but he's the first person to open me up to this idea, and it's one that I really, really gone with. I really, I can, I can like get on board with some of it. Mm. I can. Um, I, I, you know, that, the, the nuclear, the, the nuclear glass that's been found, that fucking field of um, yeah. sand that's been turned to glass, is like exactly Explain the same that. stuff <laughs> that happened when they let off the A bombs in in the Las Vegas desert in the yeah. Nevada desert. Yeah, it's the same fucking stuff. Could that happen by lightning strike? <sighs> Nah, I'd imagine the heat generated from a lightning strike and I went, well, no, the fucking heat of a nuclear explosion is like the heat of the sun. It's yeah, turning sand to glass. I mean, look, that's a massive chemical reaction straight away. I, 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 think, I think it's arrogant to assume that we've got all, that we've excavated mm. and searched every square inch of this giant of planet and we've got all the fucking answers and we've got the fucking official story. Just because there's no evidence of this city, well, there is because there's oral evidence. I guess. Well, and these tablets. There you go, and the tablets. I think. Do you know there's a there's a half life on facts, so a fact like, will degrade over time. <laughs> Honestly, okay. Because new knowledge suppose, comes about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every fact has a half life. So right true. today it's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. 50 Give us years twenty time, years. Yeah. It could be completely different. And remember yeah. that. Uh, a lie goes twice around the world before the truth's had a chance to put its pants on. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I like that. Churchill said that. Hey! Good old Churchy. Um, Churchy you, baby. Do you reckon anyone called him that? No. Maybe. When the president rang him. Yeah. Who I was know, the president no, I don't the time? I don't think Roosevelt had the nuts to oh, call him Churchy baby. Or hey. Truman certainly didn't. Hey, Churchy baby! What's happening? 
And uh, it, uh, hello. I think, it, I think well, Churchy was drunk most of the time. So. Americans, they're so uncouth. <laughs> Churchy, baby. <laughs> I should execute the cunt. I could have millions of Indians. Well. There's a Tory for the story for another time. There's a Tory. <laughs> There's a Tory for another time as well. <laughs> Why is it when the Tories get in power, they always kill millions of people? Guess a dick's hard, didn't it? And then <laughs> Theresa's case gives her a wide arm. I mean, <laughs> the, stuff, the stuff this government has done to its people, we hanged people at Nuremberg for this. Yeah. But, but no one bats an eyelid because they're in power. No, I was thinking about this. I think we discussed it last week. The old Mitchell and Webb sketch of they're dressed as Nazis and they're oh, asking course, each other. Oh, of course, yeah. Are we the baddies? Are you sure we're the goodies? Is it, aren't Americans, <laughs> you know, as they, as they fucking... I think they need to ask themselves that question. Yeah, are we the good guys? Hmm. Oh, I heard on Joe Rogan as well the other day... She's a presidential candidate. I can't remember her name, but she's um, Tulsi Gabbard. That's it. And she 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 I actually served in the midst. Me too, man. Um, I don't know. I've seen her actually. She's awesome. She's totally into the whole like. She's like, look, we go to war for oil. We know that. I went out there as a soldier. She joined up after nine eleven because she wanted to fight the fucking bad guys. She wanted to put some wrongs right. Gets out there and realizes what the fuck. Yeah. I know why. We're, I see why we're here. So she wants to put an end to um like. What do they what do they call it? Regime change wars. Interventionist. Yeah. yeah, put an end to all that shit. She was saying she believes that every serving president should have been a serving soldier, at the very least, mm. to give him that kind of perspective. I'm not sure about that. You end up with a militaristic side. You could end up with a. Or the opposite. You end up with somebody who doesn't willy nilly send men to war. It depends how indoctrinated they've been by the military. I mean, mm. if, she's if, definitely a, not. Ser- a serving soldier of five years. No, a serving soldier of thirty years. Sorry, a serving soldier of five or six years. Five star general. Yes, then I'll have them as a. All right, they've done their time. They know what it's about. But a, st- a four-star general who's been in all his life, who's completely indoctrinated by that, no, not a fucking. That's a dictator, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion. Yeah. I don't think that's that's not what she. Oh, they're saying that uh, Eisenhower. I know was, what you're saying. The point is, he should have at very least been in the military yeah. to have some fucking concept of what you're point, asking men. At least a point of advisor. Mm. I, I loved. I really liked her. She. she I love her. She wants the brilliant. universal income. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. I'm not. Totally hot on her. I don't know all of her domestic policies. Mm. No, I was impressed, man. Certainly, a foreign policy. I'm she definitely on board with. He's only good. Better than Bernie's, to be honest. Though I'm saying that Eisenhower, remember, was a four-star general. He wasn't that bad a president, was he? I don't know. Did you take out the deal with the aliens? I like what he said when he left office. Beware the military-industrial oh, complex. Yeah. They played that in the interview, they didn't, didn't they? they? Watched it, yeah. Yeah, he's had a good few guests the last couple of weeks, Joe. It's very hit and miss, that podcast. It can either be the most interesting thing you've ever fucking listened to or just really fucking boring sometimes. <laughs> it, dep- it totally depends who he's interviewing. Which we don't do, ba- do do bad with the three of us, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be good guests. We'd be high. Yeah. He wouldn't understand us. No, that's also true. <laughs> Come on, shall I carry on? <laughs> now, according to the Quran. Not only were its inhabitants cursed by God, they were oversized humans able to uproot trees with their bare hands and intelligent enough to build a city composed of large buildings, spires and pillars that reached the sky. Their leader was called Shaddad bin Ad. They were the tribe of Ad. Shaddad bin Ad. Yeah. He had some energy to burn, did uh, Shaddad bin Ad. 
And he, according to some fringe historians, possibly Mr. Hancock, I don't mm. know, he uh, brutally conquered the entire Arabian Peninsula in addition to Iraq. Oh. Mm. But because of this act, an ad to their idolatry and ignorance, Allah wiped them and their civilization off the face of the earth as though they never existed via a huge sandstorm. Yeah, you don't want to piss off a god, do you? Uh, it's, not, it's not a wise thing to do. <laughs> Mother nature. Um, Giants yeah. or not. Yeah. See, most archaeologists will go for that there was, it may have been a city established about 3000 BC that was lost in a cataclysmic event. Possibly an earthquake, some kind of massive sandstorm. Who knows? Well, Atlantis. I mean, nowadays you've got the infrastructure to deal with a massive sandstorm, haven't you? Let's say like a massive wall of sands are moving towards Cairo as some sandstorm was ripped up. Mm. Yeah, all right. You might have a lot of sand in the streets a few weeks. Eventually, it's going to get cleared, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, going to wipe the city hundreds, off the face of the planet. hundreds of years, it encroaches onto your. Yeah, we've land. got we've got diggers now. We've got we mechanical yeah, diggers, yeah. so we just move it back. Or if a really sudden one is coming along, a really lethal, horrific one, we've got the communications and things. To we'd know it was coming. And yeah, we'd get people out of there and. Build yeah. defences. But they might have had that back then. That's the thing we don't know. They could have had technology beyond our comprehension. But there's no... They would be... Well, that's why I like this point of if we were wiped out now in 3,000 years, no one's going to find fucking fully formed Boeing 747s and skyscrapers. It will all be fucking gone. So uh, some people think that they built these temples with have gravitational fucking, uh, you, you know, energy... Like machines, you know, they could like or oh, flying them. machines, <laughs> them flying machines to put certain stones in places, helicopters essentially. Yeah. But what there wouldn't be any evidence of it. We've got just because there's no cave pictures of helicopters, or maybe there is, there is weird stuff in the high There is some weird stuff, and, 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 you know, the hieroglyphics. I can't remember mm. if they're Mayan or Egyptian. There's some, some certainly some some hieroglyphics. Like helicopters, don't they? And they look like helicopters yeah. and oh, various. One looks like a fucking Apache, which is weird. And wouldn't that have been really useful in building the top bit of a pyramid? It would. Just Top that, drop that capstone on. There you go. Jobs are good. Something like spaceman. Space yeah. Helmet, yeah. Yeah. And there's even one that some Mayan one is. Uh, looks exactly like uh, the launch pod of um, the Apollo missions. Mm. Now the guy's like strapped in like that, and he's got all these controls yeah. in front of him. And they say it's something to do with a go into the afterlife or going downstairs or whichever one it was. Mm. But it looks exactly the same as like one of the Apollo control panels. It's fucked because we'll never know. We can do our best guess with it. But it was also, they, they found this bracelet. I can't remember how many thousands of years old he said it was, but it doesn't fit in with the, the official narrative. It had a hole in it, the bracelet. And I'm not sure how they know this, but from the way the hole is, it was made with sort of pressure controlled you know, the kind of drill where you pull the, oh, yeah, the yeah. handle down, so it's controlled, it's constant, maintained. Re pressure. Revolutions per minute. Yeah, it, it wasn't fucking hand-done, Base For all they can tell, it looks like it was machined, this hole. But it was like, it's 8,000 years old or whatever. And then you it's, find these, these rocks what? that are like literally split in half with precision. Puma mm. Punku, Puma Punku, yeah. something like that, that. One of the temples, the cities. It's all like, these rocks just fit perfectly together as if they'd been machined or lasered. Yeah. Is it machines or extreme backbreaking labour? It's like, I always go back to the, Both, red, the red dwarf quote, boys from the dwarf. Once boys again, if you're a new listener, our favourite, collectively our favourite television show ever, Red Dwarf, check it out. But basically, Rimmer's alluding to the fact that aliens be, uh, built the pyramids. And then he says to Lister, well, how else did they build them then? And Lister says, 
They had whips, Rimmer. Massive, <laughs> massive whips. <Yeah. laughs> I do tend to lean towards that. Definitely you know, could be a possibility. It's like, you know, if you've got 10,000 blokes mm. pulling a stone, you're going to pull that stone. And then, you know, they're rolling logs underneath it. And then as soon as they clear the one, the team grabs it, they run around, put it under the front. And I suppose with the and stone that looks it. like it's been precision lasered, maybe 200 people all... Yeah, you know, chipping um, away at it. Sanding away at it with whatever <laughs> hand tools they had. You probably well, they, could, over time, achieve something pretty... Yeah, well, they were digging it out of the... Literally digging it out of a cliff face, you know. There was, like, thousands of people doing it. And then, you know, they dig it out... And then another bunch, a couple of hundred people are going to work at it. And they've got all that, they've got several on the go. And, you know, eventually that supply chain just keeps coming. It's just logistics, isn't it? So frustrating that we'll never know, though, isn't it? It is. It's it is. so fucking frustrating. Unless, I don't know, like... Vrillian, Time machine, isn't it? That's or, the only way, isn't it? Or Vrillian or somebody mm. like that. We finally make contact and they're like, yeah, we've got, we could show you this... Like DVDs, basically. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Here's like, our DVD. We don't yeah. use them, mate. Only Blu-ray. Uh, no, so, uh, yeah, but mate, I could show you what happened twelve thousand years ago. Fucking whack it in, lad. Skin up. <laughs> and they've got all this footage from back yeah. then. Space imagine, weed. imagine he turns up with like a, a, a VHS. <laughs> yeah, really rocks up oh, with a VHS. Mate, so like, hey, fucking hell, that's on eBay. Four K Blu-ray, no power. Are you? We put our energies into. More enlightened things. Oh, you've clearly never seen Expendables 2, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, to go back to the dwarf, they explain why they went back to tapes. It's because nobody's ever lost a tape. That's true. DVDs. You always find empty DVD cases. Oh, where the fuck have I put that? Nobody ever lost a VHS. No. no. <laughs> in 19, the 1930s, in 1930, explorer Bertrand Thomas was told by Bedouin tribesmen the rich and beautiful city once existed and could be found under the sands. Bedouin, of course, they would know the legends better than anybody. They're in the desert all the time, aren't they? They're yeah. basically affiliated to no nation. They're nomads, aren't they? Yeah. Like Captain America when he uh, leads the Avengers. Nomad. Lawrence of Arabia, T.E. Lawrence, uh, apparently looked for it during the war. I found a little bit on that, but nothing concrete. Mm. I like to think that they looked for it during the war because there's some kind of ancient knowledge that had helped them win. Mm -hmm. Some occult shit going on there, mm -hmm. a bit Hellboy-esque. They're definitely very interested in that part of the world, mm -hmm. aren't they? Bit I was thinking like yeah, a bit Hellboy-esque, maybe the British were looking for some kind of demon to raise to fight Ooh. for them. That'd be pretty sweet. Mystical powers. Yeah. Wanted to look for it after the war, it's been in 1935, but sadly died. Mm. In 1948, petroleum surveyors found a massive wall leading to a fort in, uh, in Oman, as well as a cave entrance leading into the darkness of the earth. However, they just made a note of it and moved on. <laughs> There's no oil here, not interested. What's in the cave? Never went down. Can't believe that, can you? But maybe well, they didn't, for oil, have, Mike. Maybe they didn't have the equipment. Or the... They're just looking for oil. That's all they're interested in. They're getting paid to search for oil. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I don't know. Every day they waste costs the company money. Yeah, good point. On the company's dime. Mm. In 1992, a satellite technology gives some proof of the lost city of giants through imagery by trying to track the trade routes. Right. And here, researchers looking for ancient settlements on the frankincense route in Saudi Arabia, this is in the early 80s, found a promising location close to a water well called Ash Shishar in a site which had pre previously identified as a 16th century fort. 
The expedition team, including adventurer Ranulf Fiennes, let's face it, pretty big name in the world of adventuring and exploration. Yeah. Bit of a legend, you'd argue. Oh, Ranulf. Mm. One of the last great British eccentrics, in a way. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Lost three fingers of frostbite, got fed away with the doctor, drum, taped them, put them in a vice, <laughs> did it with a child's hacksaw. Yep. Doctor said I've done a good job. <laughs> <laughs> he is a legend. <laughs> he he, is, he, he yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. Archaeologist Juris Zanis, unfortunately I've never heard of you mate, filmmaker Nicholas Clapp or you, and a lawyer, George Hedges, I don't know what the lawyer's there. Okay. Ownership, that's what the lawyer's there. Uh, you find something, you've got to put an ownership claim, haven't you? Find his keepers, lose his weepers. It's not just find his keepers anymore, because you know, you remember how the Brits robbed everything when yeah. we conquered oh, most of the world, like the Elgin Marbles, uh, Mar oh, sorry, the Elgin Marbles you've got there from mm. Greece, aren't they? The Greeks are like, can we have them back? And we're just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a big campaign for us to give them back. And we just like, no, we took yeah. them, mate. Should have looked after them better. Took a lot of stuff from India. Oh, I read somewhere that we... Oh, it was trillions mm. over, the, it. over the 200 years or so that we owned India. We literally... It was hundreds... How many hundreds of trillions? Hundreds of trillions? You think it's hundreds of trillions? Mm. Yeah, it was that. Where's all that money gone? Well, it's well, people at the top, people who own the East India Company. But we yeah. stole things like, we stole jewellery and uh, sacred objects and, you know, mm. heirlooms and things that, you know, we had no fucking business taking. Is so. it the, um, the star of India, at the heart of India, that massive mm. diamond the Queen's got? Mm. It's literally like a fucking egg. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's been cut, it, well, it started off that size and it's been cut down a bit and put into other things, but... Yeah, it's like fucking huge. I couldn't believe her Christmas message. She's there saying, you know, people come together in times of need and hardship, sitting there in front of a golden piano. Oh, God. Have you ever been to the Tower of London and looked at the Crown Jewels? I haven't, no. Well, yeah, there's no, there's no coming together in times of hardship when you go in there, mate, trust me. <laughs> makes you sick, man. Fuck them. Oh. I was in there on a scouting mission, but time never came <laughs> off. She's still going to die, just like the rest of us, so fuck her. She suffers the same fate as us all. So just die in really, really comfortable surroundings. Yeah. At a very old age. Having never struggled a fucking yeah. second of her life. Don't you have someone to dress her? Probably. Yeah, I could do with someone to dress her. They all do, yeah. Don't they? The Queen and yeah. Prince Philip. Put your arms up, T-shirt on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I had a shop today, speaking of Queens. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> um, so I had this bright idea, right? So I've got my my terrible gaming channel, which I've started now, where I'm playing the worst games I can find. I've had some leaflets made, uber cheap. So I've got this big box of leaflets, and the owner's like, oh, what are you going to do with them? Like, I've got a genius plan. And okay, so I found a list online of every single independent video game shop in the country. I'm going to pick one in each sort of area, get a good spread, one in each county maybe, or one in each major town, I'm going to send them all a, a, a pile of, of leaflets. And she's like, oh, that's going to be expensive, isn't it? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to send a big pile so it's heavy, just enough mm. to get away with the letter. And she's like, it's still going to be expensive. And I said, no, it's not. And she said, how much do you think stamps are? <laughs> and I said, and this is a genuine answer. I said, well, I'm going to go second class. I'm not thick. They're about four pence each, aren't they? No, <laughs> <laughs> her, you're a fucking moron. Four she pence, said, back in about 1931. She, said, <laughs> she literally was like, how old are you? She said, Google it now. 
70 pence! I was like, my plan's fucking ruined. It's like, <laughs> I'm planning on buying 200 stamps for fuck. Like, that's gonna be nearly 200 quid in stamps. She said, I know! Oh, like, well, fucking Queen's just ruined my. I thought I'd come up with a really fucking clever, old school fashion way of, you know, uh, promotion, going back to the old school. Fucking 70 pence a stamp. Well, honestly, it? stamps are like fucking currency, mate. They are. They're, they're, they have mate. massive worth. We have stamps at work, and mm. um, they used to be kept on a on a stage a picking station in a lock up. Uh, there's no one. If you left that station to get the pisser, you had to lock this thing up. Right. They're fucking valuable as shit. Now they go in these um, vertical storage machines, and they're mm. kind of on a shelf, and they come down, so right. you can't access it unless you know where it is. Fucking hell. But when we when that needs topping up, mm. we have to go to a safe. <laughs> I shit you not, a legitimate safe. Unlock it, do the whole fucking combination, blah, 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 open it up, mm. and then write down exactly how much we're taking out, how yeah. much is left, put mm. take it or we're taking it, put it back in. It's like they are fucking valuable. I suppose mm. if, if a second class These are is books 70, of like 50 first yeah, class stamps. If a second class stamp is 70, I'm going to assume then a first is at least one pound then. More, man, I think we're going to get close to fucking three quid. No. Second is seventy. Yeah, I'd say about a pound, maybe. Let's say a pound. But like you said, then if you've got a book of fifty, that's fifty quid. Yeah. All right. Give so me that's much. valuable. If a second class stamp is seventy p, a first class stamp's got to be over one pound fifty. I'd say closer to a pound. How I'm, much is a first class stamp? One pound twenty six. The cost rises to one pound sixty four for large letters up to five hundred grams, and two pounds twenty two pence for those weighing up to and including seven hundred and fifty grams. It's not on weight now, isn't it, you see? Anyway, this is a bit of a fucking deep conversation. Then Gaz and Mike look up the prices of stamps. <laughs> we'll put that in the description. This is riveting. <laughs> Please leave a five-star review. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, share it with your friends, tell them it's fucking mad, you'll never know what they'll talk about. They're fucking mad. One minute it's lizards, then it's the price of stamps. <laughs> I feel like we've lost some credibility just. We ventured to elderly uncle territory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought thought... a nice sweater the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you want the blankets? Go over your knees. Yeah. Chilly now. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Can, can, someone get, can someone get my pipe and slippers, please? If there's, a, slippers on. if there's a listener out there who would like to see my YouTube channel grow because they like me and they've got 200 quid laying around, could you send me a book of 200 stamps? Thanks. <laughs> Cheers. If you get that in advance, <laughs> well, if I get that. I'll be pissed off. They're like, why don't they just give me two hundred quid? <laughs> Fucking stupid stamps. <laughs> and buy a blowjob in stamps. <laughs> if you've got a, a prostitute, stamp collecting prostitute, maybe <laughs> a really desperate postman. <laughs> I doubt the last thing a postman needs is stamps. Yeah, yeah to be fair, he probably gets some free from work. Yeah, <laughs> bastard. If I just print out some free post, if I like find an envelope well, that came it's, it's to me, can we move on from the posting and stamping and? <laughs> <laughs> up a business address. Don't cut any of this out. This is riveting. Set up a business yeah. address. Yeah. And then I get a business. Then you get a business. Then you get business rates, but you could also get a franking machine. Okay. Which you, that's like you pay a set amount and you send uh, mm. X amount of letters out. 
Excellent. Thanks for the tip. It's all right. Now back to the um, ancient. Back to the ancient saints. The team of uh, Randolph Fiennes, Juris Zanis, Nicholas Clapp, and George Hedges scouted the area on several trips, uncovering remains of an earlier settlement, which they believe could have served as an outpost on a trade route to Irem. About 300 to 500 AD, the fort collapsed, probably because of a cave-in of an underground water source, which has assured its survival in the harsh desert climate for many centuries. There's a uh, sense of irony. Uh, the thing that kept them going. Destroyed it in the end. Love something too much, it'll kill you. <laughs> Do you want to know the irony of that? That's, I heard Muhammad, this is water. Oh, that will kill you. Muhammad Ali said, on, you ever seen the documentary When We Were Kings? No. I'm sure he says in that, if you love something too much, it'll kill you. And then, he loved boxing too much, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Oh, back to the Giants. I tell you what, though, if Ralph Fiennes has written a book about this. Ralph Fiennes. Ranoff, sorry. I'll fucking read that. If he ever, because he's a writer as well, isn't he? He does books doesn't he or am I imagining I that? I don't know. About I, his adventures. Right, I thought he probably would do while he's recovering from bouts of frostbite. He's the sort of sunstroke. He's the sort of upper class posh person that I genuinely adore. Like yes he's uber posh but he's an army man. He's in the SAS. He's military, he's hardcore, he's a fucking beast among men, do you know what I mean? He's a fucking man's man. He's got that extra explorer's spirit. Yeah, I like them, see? I don't matter how posh you are then, because you're more of a man than I'm ever, ever going to be. It doesn't matter how posh you, you are. You or I would not cut off three fingers of the Charles Hacksaw. Never. Because I had frostbite. We used to have the doctor to do it. Not to ensure my survival. Even if it meant my survival, I'd probably die with my black fingers, rather than cut them off with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that he went out there, because I like him. However, there's no proof that the site was ever more than an isolated ward hole guarded by a relatively small fort. I suppose you'd have to protect the water hole, wouldn't you, if water's a finite, rare source. Yeah. But st but they've got no proof either way, have they, of anything, really? Do you know well, what I mean? it could be. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. But they found something. Well, they reckon it could have been an outpost, and why, mm. if there's nothing mm. out here, why is this here? If there's exactly. an empty quarter, which is known as, and it's just desert... That's yeah. a good point. The occasional water. Why is this fort here? Like, if nobody was using the motorway, there wouldn't be a service station. Exactly. Either. Exactly. So it's trade routes. You got to look at that. Mm. In two thousand four, Dr. Abdullah Al Said found three foot high stone walls which appeared ancient in origin. There's a lot of these. Four hundred of them, in fact. Mm. And they showed up on satellite photos too. Google Earth and that yeah. uh, and satellite imagery has been a massive thing in this because mm. they do reckon that. Well, there's all the. Thing is, you can look in, you can focus on the on, on that empty quarter, and there will be salmons out there. Mm. There will be. Is one of them a man? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Was it populated by giants? Mm, let's verge on the uh, let's verge on caution and say probably not. But was there a settlement? Yeah, more than likely. Was there a massive city? Was there a civilization? Yeah, more than likely. These things vanish. These mm. things grow and vanish all the time. Yeah, and maybe with the Chinese whispers things, as we mentioned earlier, maybe they weren't taller. Maybe they were just uber rich and more advanced. And over time, these stories of them being more advanced has turned to they were physically more advanced. That's it. You know, or oh, they were giants they, amongst men. They were yeah. before you know it. They're giants. Yeah. Mm. We don't know, do we? Mm. Yeah. These these things were nicknamed by the Bedouin as the work of being of the old the old men. So he was in the old ones. So that that yeah. again. Is it old, old men, or is it some kind of people who were here before and the who aren't previous here men? Now? Yeah, the previous mm -hmm. men, the first yeah. men. Yeah, the first Avenger. Of course, the first giant. 
Apparently there are also 9,000 year old geoglyph patterns which are the oldest on the planet and they're things you can only see from above. Right. This ties us into ancient aliens. Okay, yeah. And so is you know, ancient astronauts, strange patterns, communication, landing strips. Mm. Is there a bit of astrology, you know, were they placed in yeah. strategic, were they in line with these things usually constellations? Are. They seem to have had a very deep understanding back then, didn't they, for people less advanced than ourselves. Yeah. That's it. To me, it sounds more advanced to be able to place something perfectly in line with a star without any computer technology. It sounds more advanced to me mm -hmm. than doing it with computer technology. I know you've got to be advanced to build the Yeah, The thing is, you've been studying this for hundreds and thousands of years, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Hundreds of years, thousands of years, people have been looking right. at the stars. Everyone's yeah. always looked at the stars. I suppose before the internet. And when they're tracking them stars, you've always got these clever fuckers in every society. Uh, they go, oh, that star was over there. Yeah. yeah. What's going on here? And they'll tr start tracking them then. They'll mm. look and they'll observe and they'll record. Yeah. And so if you want to set things up, because they know that, hey, these things are always in the same spot on the same. It's over time, isn't it? So, oh, the North Star. Oh, the North Star doesn't move, sorry. But, you know, oh, Orion. Oh, oh, he was over there in the week, the other month. Now he's over here. What's this about? That's how they track the calendar, isn't it? That's how they yeah. basically invented the calendar, was through the stars, the movement of the stars through the sky. Clever people. Clever as yeah, me. Yeah, but it's not just <laughs> it happens, it's over thousands of years, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's true, I suppose. And like my, my point I half finished earlier was, I suppose, before Brazzers, uh, <laughs> like looking at the sky was probably like, hey man, do you want to come around mine and look at some stars? Drink some wine, look at the stars. Oh, yeah, okay, cool man. What's on tonight? I don't know. <laughs> might be a shooting stuff, might be a meteorite. And there'd be no light pollution back then. Oh, yeah, imagine so the, the view stunning. you'd have. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So um, what are we going for then with the man? Because I've got a little bit more on the Necronomicon, which allegedly comes from this place. All about sorcery and magic with a K. Okay, go on to that then, yeah. Um, so, who built it then? Alien giants? Mm. Nephilim? Aliens? Giants? Alien I think, I think giants? We, I think we've come to the conclusion that it's probably just an ancient city that got lost in the sands. Yeah. And they could have just been taller than your average. Well, they could have just been like an advanced civilization. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, like Rome, in in 2,000 years' time, we used to say that the Romans will be remembered like this. Yeah. I'm definitely open to um, its existence. Whether or not, yeah, whether or not there were giant people involved, I can't say, or reptilians, aliens. Somebody came here and seeded somebody. Allegedly, apparently. Allegedly. So, did it, did it tie up with this? Did it align with this? I don't know. But I'm definitely, definitely open to the idea that it existed. Because I've got no way of, you know... Well, you can't prove can't or disprove say that it. Didn't, did and civilizations rise and fall all the time. I mean, definitely. ours is probably on the, on the, on the decline now, let's face it. And you've got to think maybe a, a civilization outplaced where it was could be, no matter how advanced it was, quite fragile in the sense that, like you said, sand... Lack of water, lack of food. It wouldn't take long for everyone to die out if something went wrong, would it? No. Uh, like your water hole collapsing. So yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with yeah, it existed. Yeah, I go with that. I go with some civilization that was advanced, mm. educated. You know. They were trading. Trading. Yeah, I go with that. Did it get swallowed up by the desert? Massive freak sandstorm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And if your average height back then was, I'm just you know guessing here. If you set say your average height uh, was five foot, 
you know, five foot two. If there's a tribe of people that are all six foot five. And maybe they've, they've got that weight over time because of yeah. their advanced diet. They've yes. got a better diet than everyone else, or you know. Or maybe they descended more from Neanderthal. You know, or Nephilim. Some, some sort of genetic quirk that just meant that they were taught just... We've all got about 3% Neanderthal, haven't we? Yeah, we've all got a bit in us, haven't we? I've so, seen more of that down Dorley Eyes, do you? <laughs> Maybe like fucking 70%, some of them. Knuckle-dragging bastards. Uh, you, you'll appreciate this. I made a new friend recently through a friend who's originally from Coventry, and he's moved to Telford. He's, he hasn't been here long, but even he said, Dorley, we were talking about accents and how, for the listener, Ben lives in a part of Telford called Dorley, which is within the city that surrounds it has its own accent its own way of talking its own sayings and even he said he's only been here like a year or so and he's like like another fucking world dolly isn't it like, <laughs> come, even you you know it you're so yes it yeah. is it's like this yeah. and he said he was like it's as if telford grew around it and then they just refused to go with it and we're like oh. nope we're still the village of dolly well remember that <laughs> our town was going to be called dolly new town uh, so we consider ourselves superior the rest of Telford. Uh, oh, you're First Nation Telfordite. Yeah, are you? pretty much. Fuck it up. You and I in Bridge. Uh, <laughs> I know who got the better end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, anyway. that was our fourth from Grace, you know, that was when they yeah. just called it Telford and then done with it. Good old Dorley. I suppose we should maybe expect for a regular listeners as well, all the Dorley jokes when you hear that is because Ben is from this area of <laughs> our city. And I am. Um, Little Dorley, you are. Is that the posh bit, that is? Dorley adjacent. Yeah, so that's the posh area, it's like the suburbs. Basically, there's a really weird little backwards hole in the centre of our giant city, and that's where these two come from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, business, gather! We ain't fucking Brosley. Well, it was interesting, my granddad. Because your sister won't shag you. Genuinely, third most inbred place in the country. That's Woo! a stat. Brosley. Brosley, yeah. Well, they're all good but swimmers. Remember, as well, I, so. I couldn't understand a fucking word my granddad said. Mm. Genuinely. Couldn't understand a fucking word. Apparently, that's the original Shropshire, Shropshire accent. Because Telford's got this weird amalgamation accent of just shitloads of... Overspill gals they yeah. referred to. Overspill. That's a bit of overspill. Yeah, I don't think I could justify this tangent. I could justify the stamps. <laughs> Leave the stamps tangent in. Maybe we won't go into our local history. Let's let's stick to the fucking <laughs> to, us lo- to the Necronomicon. To us, to us pure bloods. <laughs> <laughs> You must hate me, because I'm the archetypal. The only reason I'm here is because my dad came here for work. That's yeah, I'm the archetypal outsider that invaded. Yeah. You're not uh, local. No. You'll never be local. There's no Shropshire blood in me. My mum's from Chester. My dad's Welsh you, as fuck. You'll never be local. <laughs> Thank God. Are <laughs> <laughs> you local? Uh, uh, so the Necronomicon is rumoured. You know, mm. The legendary Necronomicon. Mentioned H.P. Lovecraft. Also goes by a few other names, which I shall get into. And in the Army of Darkness. And in Army of Darkness. Let's not forget Army of Darkness. Of course. And Evil Dead 2. You know the words, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the words. Yeah, I know the words. <laughs> Go on then. Um, so, this goes back to the 8th century, which is um, Abdul al Hazrid. He was a notorious Yemeni poet. Yeah. Had a bit of an infatuation with dark magic, but who hasn't? Hey. <laughs> 
Ten years alone in the empty quarter, inhabited by jinn and evil spirits who taught him to do sorcery, as they do. Ten years alone will send anybody peculiar. In, in the desert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, inhabited by demons. Yeah. Eventually, his head. <laughs> eventually he moved to Syria, where he wrote one of the most powerful books on the subject ever to existed. And this is originally called mm-hmm. the Al-Azith. Um, yeah, not explained death, and this is apparently documented. The Ara- obviously Arabic peoples at the time kept meticulous records. They're most, one of the most advanced civilizations on the planet, yeah. if not the most advanced civilization on the planet. He, he was attacked and eaten by an invisible creature in a crowded marketplace. So it was crowded. <laughs> and he was attacked and eaten by an invisible creature. Oh. Did he know too much? Had he summoned the wrong dip, gin? Uh, this is where my. Uh, you know, it's turned into bollocks now, isn't it? Yeah, but it's fun. Is this from H.P. Lovecraft? Where H.P. Lovecraft took his uh, inspirations from. This book was translated into Latin and became the Necronomicon. It was studied by world governments, including the Vatican. And the book's purpose? To control jinns and summon the ancient ones, which are giant, transdimensional slash aliens that live above and below the earth. Think your Cthulhu's, yeah. your old ones, the old elder gods. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it's got pretty metal, hasn't it? It has. I hear fucking riffs in my head <laughs> as we speak. The call of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> is this... Actually, that's a Metallica track. Is it? Yeah, it's on their um, oh, Symphony oh, of Metallica. Got first. Symph- it's an instrumental on the Symphony of Metallica album, Call of Cthulhu. Is anyone ever... Is there any documented proof hard evidence of the Necronomicon's existence? Uh, I guess... No, I guess there isn't. A lot of it's speculation. Mm. But it seems a very persistent thing. And amongst the Arab tale, I mean, the, the what's his name? Um, oh, hang on. Give me a second. No smoke without fire. Yeah. The chap who, who did this originally, oh, Abdul Al-Zahad, mm-hmm. 8th century notorious Yemeni poet, Okay. He's the guy that wrote this to control demons and summon the ancient ones. He's a poet. He was probably fucking smacked up to his eyeballs, wasn't he? <laughs> it's was the comic books of the day. It's like somebody in 3,000 years finding a fucking copy of Batman, isn't it, or something? Like, fucking hell, back then. <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't the first version of it, apparently. Okay. You know, the pro- prodigies of Egypt... And that's about Egyptian gods and monsters, which is taken from an older book, which is called Akbar al-Zimen, which is a history of time. It's the earliest collection of occult lore. Do you think the elites have got all this? I genuinely oh, do. Yeah, probably. If it exists, I, gen- yeah. I, I, I think... They do oh, I'll go on to this. God. I'm mm. going to go down the rabbit hole on this magic stuff, magic with a K, mm. because I, 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 it's frying my head a little bit today. Mm. And I sat there and I was like... So... Is this stuff fucking real? Or and the, the rational part of me says absolutely fucking not. There's no such thing as gods and demons. What's a YouTube video uh, channel called? Um, the scariest movie ever made. This is gonna scare me. It's about all that sort of stuff. The Necronomicon. The elites. The the, mm. the elite then, Satanists. But then that. I have to look at belief and the power of belief. Mm. And if you are doing some really heinous shit. You know, sacrificing children, ritual abuse, and all that. 
is that the, the power of belief just you're in that position anyway things are only gonna get better do you think that maintains it i mean it, I, I genuinely wouldn't like to say it's 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 I suppose another way of looking at it is also that just because it's old as fuck doesn't mean it's truthful no that's true that's very true it's written by men yeah at the end of the day and poet at that Anyway, that, that Akbar Al-Ziman, which is the history of time, describes sky creatures and a history of giants and creatures that walked the earth before the Great Flood, and even describes a creature that could be Cthulhu. Right. Well, it's fucking cool. Scary and cool, and maybe you'd think that if these powers and forces are real, there would maybe somebody somewhere along the line would have written a guidebook. And that the elites mm. would treat this as well, what was they would be letting copies of it. So you can't. Here's what a was question. Crowley doing? That was a guidebook. Well, All this stuff is guidebooks. And question. he went and searched an Necronomicon, didn't he? So no He's got an influence it. in one, actually. I was going to say, so there's no. nobody. I can't go online and find out what the Necronomicon says because nobody's actually got hold of it. Or Apparently, there are copies on the internet. There are maybe a few floating around, but it's Whether not. It's not the Necronomicon. That's what I mean. It Whether is, or not, it's it's uh, it's apparently called, it's cursed text. So even oh. if you look for it, you're going to get cursed. Wow. There's a definite Necronomicon written by a guy called Peter Lavender, and it also took Alistair Crowley's Eastern magical system into account. Yeah. Now apparently this thing spread to the American government. They practice magic with a K. Ritual ceremonial magic has been ever present in I most of the in the Western shit. world. You look, you look at like um, the late of Washington. You can see like a pentagram and shit. Mm. And it's like, you know what I mean, shit like that. But also, really. is that Masonic? I mean, is does, 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 do the Masons tie into this? Do they study that the cult magic of cult rituals? We even saw it with Greg's symbolism. So, restaurants were in a pentagram, weren't they, or something? Yeah, like, upside down crosses and things it. like that. That could have been coincidence. <laughs> yeah, or, no. or Greg's could be satanic. Every well, time me and Gaz have a Greg sausage draw, we're fueling Satan. Yeah. The heir to the fortune was a pedo, wasn't he? He was. But that was done when he was a teacher and not the heir to the Greg's fortune. It's not, it's the not sausage his rolls are innocent, we've established <laughs> that. Nothing to do with his dad and the sausage rolls. Sausage Don't rolls you are fucking taint our, our savour. Don't you taint our taint roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it is. <laughs> Lips and bum holes. It's not AIDS sausages, I don't know. They taste so good. <laughs> not AIDS sausages. <laughs> <laughs> mm, really tasty AIDS. <laughs> mm, it's not as AIDSy as the last one I had. <laughs> Tastes better warm. <laughs> Fucking Brexit Britain, they're fucking... Cutting back on everything. <laughs> back on the AIDS in the Sassafras. <laughs> right, let's get back, back to the Necronomicon. Yeah. Um, now, the real Arabian Necronomicon, which is called The Book of the Sun and Gnosis and Elevated Things, was actually written in the 13th century by a guy called Ahmad ibn Ali... Ali Bun. Booney, sorry. It's still banned across the Islamic world. Well... You can't get a copy of that book. Mm. Mm. Apparently, the reason it's banned is because you, basically it pisses everyone with forces you don't understand. That's well, what they say. If it exists, you're pissing everyone with you don't understand. You're communicating with jinns and angels and supernatural beings, and that's going to either lead you to go completely insane or have massive supernatural things going on in your life that you don't want. 
Well, it's probably a good thing you can't buy it at WH Smith's then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But what does terrify me is that I think that there's a slight chance that government people do this shit and higher ups and the elites and they don't get it. And maybe right. it's not satanic. It's not. I think mm. we call it satanic because we're a predominantly Christian hemisphere, and that's our bad guy. Could be. I think it's something more older and something more ancient. I think it's older yeah, than what Molech. What creeped me out was that email message sent to Hillary. I Clinton. think it's older than Molech. And she's like, "Oh, you know, shall I sacrifice a chicken to Moloch?" Like joking, like uh, a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, but says many, that? Yeah, but how many times have I said, hey, or Satan in the message? Do you yeah. know? Satan, everyone knows. Who the fuck is Moloch? Yeah, they're into older shit. That, yeah. that, that, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who, who jokes about sacrificing chickens to Why Moloch? Moloch? Well, at least you want to sacrifice your children to Moloch. That's some bitch. <laughs> it's, it's back to my... A chicken's better than a child, Mike. I'll take that, every, take that swap every day of the week. It goes, Maybe it's code and chicken means child. Oh, well, there you go. We know what hot dog means. Well, Allegedly. Mate, it goes back to the thing, of the point I made when we did a Bohemian Grove episode even if nothing weird was going on there it's still weird that in a supposedly Christian country where all you politicians bang on about Christianity the Christian God in public when you have your private retreat in your little boys club it's not Jesus that you're dancing around it's fucking Moloch Molech Moloch like that in itself it's weird even if it is just a boys club it's still fucked that you've got this why is the religion you talk about in public not the not the actual religion that is really important yeah. to you? You've got this weird secret. There's also we'll never fucking know. We'll never be in that club. But I believe yeah. I'm with you. It's a big guys. club and we ain't in it. Yeah, mm. and I do think that with the Bohemian Grove thing, like at the time, I remember saying, "Ah, it's just a piece of theatre. Mm. It's just theatre written because they were, they were thespians yeah. who started that club and eventually got taken over by the, the global elites." Mm. But it's if it's even if it's theatrical. It's still a ritual. Yeah. And it's not and Christian. It could have like, been anything. Yeah, but things like that. The episode, it could have been anything, and mm. they chose to mock, sacrifice something, possibly a baby, to an owl god. Yeah. Now, if we set up a club... And so I do. Getting pissed so in the, in the, you know, we, we set up mm. a, a joke statue to, I don't know... It would probably be optimistic. Ozzy Osbourne or something. Or something. <laughs> and we all bit the heads off bats. Yeah, just and but isn't a, a big point of that as well? Also, that in Christian scripture, it's against the rules to idolatry. Worship other yeah. things. So idolatry, yeah, it's so one of the Ten Commandments. So a, it shows them up for being. They don't really. But this religion that they're always chucking down your throat in public to get voted in, because they know it's, it it washes well with the voters. They don't believe it for one fucking second because if they did they'd go to Beeman Grove and go oh hang on sorry guys I'm actually quite religious I really do believe Christianity it's my thing I can't be worshipping a false idol sorry I'll wait in the tent nobody's fucking doing that are they they're no. all like yeah burn the baby <laughs> 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 something fucking strange yeah. but it's, it's a ritual it's a practice and you could argue it could be even some kind of spell mm. does that That's kind if of, you believe in magic but it? does that kind of thing have power does that mm. kind of ritual have power? And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole on this. Mm. I know I am because uh, it's kind of fried my brain a little bit. Because I genuinely do well, think the elites do this. People believe it. Look at Crowley; he believed you it. You wouldn't be the first. Yeah. I don't. I think there's. See, I don't know. I, I joke about it, but I sort of half believe that I did kind of sex magic Leona into my life. It's either a coincidence. There you go. Sex magic. Or. 
we, I should probably qualify if it's your first episode. The idea of sex magic is if you think of something at the point of orgasm, whether it's with another person or auto-masturbation style E, what you think of and envisage at the point of orgasm, you can manifest it as reality. So I just happened to be watching a lot of skinny blonde girl porn and was obviously thinking about skinny blonde girls at the point of ejaculation. Yeah. And then bumped into Leona. I half believe, I don't know. Did I then? Did I? Because at I the time it was all thing. happening. I never knew what sex magic was till we did the fucking show on it. And then, I don't know. This is the thing, I, I mean, let's face it. Probably. If at any point in your life you're closer to, to a universal feeling, it's at the point of orgasm. That's what Mr. Crowley says, isn't it? That's the, the, uh, the creative, fertile. Yeah, that's life. That is the point. very spirit, the very essence of life. Mm. And whether you're doing it with someone or solo, it's mm. still that feeling. It's just hard at the point of orgasm to envisage a large detached house in the yeah. <laughs> in the Cotswolds. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a boner killer that. With two Labradors, one chocolate, one golden. You know, it is hard to get that in your head at the point of like, all I tend that's to think it, is like that's why it takes numerous years of being a power bottom yeah. <laughs> like Mr Crowley was oh, I don't want to be rich that badly to be honest with you I'm happy where we are it's alright and go and spend the night in pyramids with your with your new wife and Conducting lots. rituals and having sex magic on the on an altar in a pyramid, which let's face it is pretty fucking metal. Uh, <laughs> it's metal, but <laughs> is it right? <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to perform surrounded by the spirits of dead Egyptian pharaohs who are looking at me silently and judging me. It puts me off if the cat comes into the room. I don't. I've, I've never been, been uncomfortable fucking in front of the cat. Mate, I'm, I'm goat. <laughs> I've never been naked in front of the dog. Exactly. <laughs> you know. It's weird. He always tries to get on my lap when I'm having a shit as well. And I'm like, this is inappropriate, dude. <laughs> it's my time. Which <laughs> is weird. So how can we do with that? Fucking in front of a sheep. Don't you shut like, the door. Don't you shut the door. Oh no, I'm very free and open with the with the door. Yeah. Well, I shut the door if I'm having a shit. If I'm home alone. So. Oh, home alone, oh. no. Yeah, obviously home alone, no. But To be honest, if there's people in the house, I shit with the door open. <laughs> now I think about it. Wow. I probably shouldn't, but I do. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> no one wants to see that. You're going to stroll past the land in your there with your book. No your cup of tea. Mid-pooing. Mid they know not to come in then. They come up the landing, like, door's open and it stinks. <laughs> we'll go back down for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to the last bit of weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. I'll start. This is from the Mirror, a UK tabloid. Ghostbusters Dan Aykroyd says aliens are here and they want sex with human women. Better stay away from my missus, you Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, fuckers. <laughs> I'm glad we've got more competition now. <laughs> <laughs> aliens? What if a Nordic's trying to chat up the same thing uh, you are, Mike? Well, he would know he did get sucked off by a ghost. That's it. The actor says he's seen four UFOs and the most extraterrestrial visitors are just tourists coming to look at this beautiful planet. I can believe that, you know. Alien tourism. Yeah. Yeah. Makes, makes sense. We'd do the same, wouldn't we? Yeah. Absolutely. 
However, the story is concerned that some aliens want to harm people and use them as lab rats. And Dan is convinced that 60% of us already know it's true. He told the Daily Star, oh, it's in the Daily Star, isn't it? The mirror and nicking it from the Daily Star. The proof is going to start dribbling out. The aliens are interested in your over, your femininity, your reproductive parts, your DNA. Okay. I'm going to get five if it's just dribbling out. <laughs> <laughs> they would love to draw blood and fluid and would love to impregnate a woman and produce a hybrid baby. This is what they're up to here. He added, I believe some aliens are here to harm us. There are many that come here with nefarious purposes and want to use us as lab rats. The Blues Brothers actor, 66, isn't the only star who's spoken about their alien encounters. Former model and ex-wife of Rolling Stone star Ronnie Wood, Joe Wood, has been open about her belief in the extraterrestrials too. She recently appeared on This Morning, which is a popular morning TV programme in the UK. She saw one when she was 12. So there you go. And she was married to a Rolling Stone. So there you go. Absolutely true. Boom. But Dan, well, I think he might be onto something. Well, Alien-human hybrids, the aliens infiltrating our society, creating better hybrids, but still operating under the same agenda. He's definitely a believer. We know that much. Fair play, Dan. You've got no proof, but fair play, Dan. <laughs> That's what you believe. I believe Dan Aykroyd. I believe him over some fucking Cletus. I believe him over <laughs> fucking Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, yeah. Or... Right. Alright, who's next? Next up is Teenage Exorcists. So this is a little video I found. It's about 40 seconds long. This is from a... I'm, I'm pretty sure they're triplets and they've got a reality TV show in America mm. where their dad is an exorcist and they're like the next generation of exorcists. So they get a call to go somewhere and exorcise somebody and they'll go for a little briefing with their dad and say, oh yeah, that sounds like whoever demon... Yeah. Abaddon, I don't know, maybe. And uh, yeah, I've, I've dealt with him before, you know, this is what you need to do and all this. And this is a little clip of them doing their shit. Okay, brilliant. The tagline to the clip is We have to raise up a new generation of demon slayers. Someone's gonna do it. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. We have to raise up a new generation of demon slayers. Someone's gotta do it. Arizona's Us five girls are such a dynamite team because we all have different strengths. Melanie is the sweetheart. She usually does the anointing and the praying. Chrissy is very dominant. Tess is the bulldog. She's always right there to help. She knows her stuff. And Savannah, she really connects with people emotionally. I want you to receive the judgment of God. Receive the judgment of God right now. Demonic screaming. There you go, so basically they're just pressing Bibles against people's heads. There you go. Have that. What do you reckon? Bollocks? <laughs> These people are unhinged. <laughs> all of them. The, the, the guy that's going there thinking, oh, I can explain all my shitty behaviour. Like, I cheated on my wife and, like, you know, I slapped her about a bit and, you know, I'm a bit of an alcoholic. It's Murdered demons. Dog. demons. It's fucking demons. What do you want to do? <laughs> Rape the dog. Murdered his Murdered dog. dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, mate, you're just a shitty person who makes shitty decisions and no amount of Bibles being pressed against <laughs> your head while fucking rednecks fucking... Or well, five young women chant at you. Five young redneck women chant fucking... Bible crap at you. No amount of that is going to change the fact that you're a bit of a cunt. I like Take it. some personal fucking responsibility. I like it when only Christians get possessed. 
Mm. You don't have atheists getting possessed, do you? No, they're just wankers. They just admit hey! I did some shit things, sorry. Mm. Oh, press a Bible on my head and shout at the top of your fucking lungs about God. Well, that's going to suddenly change the physiological makeup of my brain. Uh, have a mass impact. It's going to, it's going to basically, you're going to give me the spiritual equivalent of cognitive behavioral therapy. <laughs> you're going to make actual changes to my mind by just screaming really loud. You got screamed at by Christians when they were cold, do you remember? You saw that oh, tale yeah. of Norway. Yes. Uh, they, they blessed you and your cold didn't go away. I was blessed, yes, over my cold. That was an awkward experience because I just felt uncomfortable because I was like, you're making a fool of yourself, love. Like, but she really believed it. <laughs> she really believed that saying a little prayer for me right there and Say then... Say a little prayer for you. ...was going to cure my cold. <laughs> remember, I think I'm sure we said on the pod the fact that I woke up the next day still with a cold proves the lack of a deity yeah. in this universe. Or he just doesn't give a fuck about me. <laughs> or you're cold. Yeah. Well, fuck him, let him sniffle. <laughs> He's a cunt anyway. <laughs> Heretic! All them dead prostitutes. <laughs> well, you have killed a lot of people, guys. Let him sniffle. Oh, you have killed a lot of people. They keep stepping out in front of me. <laughs> no, I mean in the back of your mouth. Heard of that? You claim is full of DIY supplies. Hey. Everyone needs a hobby. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> mm. Is this me? Or is mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do this. Oh, one. wow. Ted Cruz warns that Space Force is needed to battle space pirates. I'm with him. I'm with the Zodiac Killer on this. I mean, Ted Cruz. Wow. So, Senator Ted Cruz issued a dire warning about space pirates Wednesday in support of appropriations to fund space... Space Force. President Trump's proposed off-planet expansion of the US military. The best thing I ever seen after the election, during the election, uh, Donald Trump, was Ted Cruz phone banking for Donald Trump. Did you see Phone banking? Yeah, calling up people, Mm. saying please vote for Donald Trump. Oh, right. Wow. Even after what he did to him. And he called his wife an ugly, didn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, but Ted no Cruz has no gonads. I know. He has no gonads. And he's like, you know, Donald Trump, mm. totally against him. But as soon as he got the nomination, his phone well, Of course, he wants him. to be in with the boys, doesn't he? He wants to get his invitation to Bohemian Grove back. Of course. Fucking arsehole. Well, he has to say about this. Since the ancient Greeks first put to sea... Nations have recognised the necessity of naval forces and maintaining a superior capability to protect waterborne travel and commerce from bad actors, said Cruz. The oh, chair- you think Johnny Depp is that bad in <laughs> the Caribbean? <laughs> said Cruz, the chairman of the Subcommittee on Aviation and Space, adding, Pirates threaten the open seas and the same is possible in space. In the same way, I believe we too must now recognise the necessity of a space force to defend the nation <sighs> and to protect space commerce and civil space exploration. Uh, what I think he means there is like, if those Russians think they're going to be putting up any goddamn satellites that may help them with, you know, satellite navigation or decent Wi-Fi or phone communications, we're just going to shoot it down. Military spy satellites. Just going to shoot it down. That's what they mean. But surely, let, let's establish the existence of fucking space pirates before... It's like me saying... Is Yondu going to show up? Is Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy going to show up? The Ravagers, Star-Lord, Rondu, they're going to show up and go, all right, Yondu's in the school. Right, we're taking this ship. Merry fucking Poppins, yo. Yeah, oh, that was tragic. I mean, 
don't pirates have to have something to steal? What are they going to steal? Yeah, if we're not up there, what are they going to take? There's, no one, there's, there's, there's like ISS up there, I've seen it, isn't there? Well, yeah. it's, um, I think the Chinese have got one, maybe. You know, they're not being boarded by Somalian pirates. <laughs> but what if Somalian pirates get to space, Mike? I think floating around with their AKs, hosing <laughs> down the ISS. Look out the window and there's some <laughs> Somalian bloke in space who's just doing an AK. He'd be about 12 years old as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's in the funny grown men, I know. Well, I think... He's got a fucking, he's got a fucking massive joint in his fucking... Smoking a massive joint in his space suit. I think we're going to get to the nub of the issue in the next paragraph, though. For starters, says the article... The Trump administration is seeking $2 billion in new funding from Congress for the creation of Space Force. The new military branch is projected to number about 15,000, most of whom will be transferred from existing positions. In future years, its annual budget could amount to an additional $500 million over the $10 billion already being spent on unclassified space programmes, Defence News reported. So, uh, we need more money for the Space Force. There's already $10 billion on unclassified uh, stuff, though. We've, we've already given you $500 million. Donald, why do you need more space pirates? You know, It's insane. The we, world we, <laughs> the world is going to be dead, a dead planet in 30 years. No life on it. It's so we need to space. And who's going to be up there, Mike? Who's gonna be waiting? Well, to, who's gonna be waiting? Who's gonna be why waiting? Why don't we just say fuck to it, ambush, space? To ambush our colonial fleets going out there without a space force to protect them. Space pirates? <laughs> space pirates? The ravages? Because that's the real threat. Yeah. Isn't it? We're space on our way. pirates. We're, we're, we're launching our mother our, our, our mother ships that, you know, are taking the human race off planet because we fucked this one. Because the money wasn't spent on the planet, it was is, spent on space force. Is Where are you gonna go? Wherever, man. Is this a low key? <laughs> That's not good enough. Earth two. Where's that? Somewhere. Isn't this? Isn't this dead before you get there? We'll have breeding programs. We know we're breeding. We'll be fine. Are we all self-sustaining? Yeah, money's thrown at it. It'll be all right. Isn't this a low key way of telling us that aliens are real? Yeah. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Be disclosure. So why are you built? Who are you defending against? Um, other humans in space. Uh, alright. Some well, Chinese gas up <laughs> there, space pirating. Well, what have they got? To, this is the thing. The space Somalians what as well. What have they got to defend? Is it, or are they trying to freak us out? Like, well, the Chinese could send like a laser satellite weapon, just float it over US and just wipe us out. But if we had some space commandos up there, they'd fucking take it out, wouldn't they? Like the Space A team. But what? What? Or is if, it aliens? What if this is that Solar Warden needs some more cash? Do you know what I what, think? What if their mean, ships are getting a bit dated now? What if they need... Could be. Did what I if he basically trumps like, yeah, Space Force, but it's secretly, it's like, yeah, we've already got that, but... Well, so the water my, needs more money. This, Randy Craven needs more money, don't no, This is my um, theory. I'm turning this... I've been working on it a little bit. I'm trying to write a sort of sketch, short play type thing for our 100th episode celebrations and... Nobody steal this. I've already started writing it so I can prove I had the idea first. Trademark gas. But essentially, my idea is Trump gets into power. He's like, so I've heard about this solar warden. When do I get the keys to the spaceport? And they're like, no, fuck you. Okay? <laughs> you, can, you can do the Navy, you can do the Army. Do, you're not fucking touching solar warden. We simply can't risk it. You're <laughs> a buffoon. <laughs> well, I'll fucking show you lot then. 
Oh, I'll start my own interplanetary defence. Oh, fuck, what's it called, Donald? Space Force. <laughs> and this is what they say. He's trying to kick <laughs> off his own because they won't let him have anything to do with Solar Warden because oh. he's too much of a prick. And so he's got a rinky-dink. He's got to put together this shitty Mickey Mouse fucking Space Force out of, like, recruiting morons and losers and well, fucking well, He's wackos. going to recruit 15,000 people out of the US Armed Forces. Jesus, wouldn't they be more useful invading one of your other countries and toppling dictators? So 15,000 out of the existing US Armed Forces, so you're going to assume they're going to be top people, wouldn't you? You're going to fly a starship, you're going to manoeuvre an aircraft carrier. Well, even starships need grunts, though, don't they? They then? do. You've got to have those people refilling the vending machines and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, unblocking the chicken soup dispensers, things like that. <laughs> Fighting the insectoids. But you've also got to have... You, so let's say that out of that 15,000, mm. let's say that 10,000 of them are the guys who are just running shit, you know, just doing the menial jobs with the 5,000... They're your elites, they're the ones flying the starships, they're the ones doing your Randy Kramer-esque garrotting insectoids from behind. Or it's all a massive fucking scam, and that money's being spent on fucking black budget military operations, and fucking they're all lying in their pockets, and there's never going to be a space force, there isn't a space, they'll tell us there's a space force. Exactly, there's just holograms from ships taking off into space. You send up a couple of dudes to the ISS in like... Army looking spacesuits. You yeah. film them floating Camouflage around. Camouflage spacesuits. Yeah. <laughs> They're just black with stars painted on them. <laughs> black with LED twinkles. I like to think that Trump doesn't realize. No, I like to think that Trump just sends them in the traditional woodland black and green yeah. camo spacesuits. With their face paint on them. The face space and the, the camo paint on too. Underneath, underneath their fishbowl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you realise that doesn't blend in at all. Uh, <laughs> and how are they going to be... They're not much of a space force if... They, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. For a very long time, those 15,000 people are all going to be very much based on Earth. Well, that's a valid point. It's years ago, <laughs> you know I mean? like, And yeah, psychological yeah. testing. Oh, I'm a member of Space Force. Been to space? Nope. Going to space? Probably not. Well, what the, how the fuck? What? Yeah, I'm out in three years. It says Space Force on the fucking logo, yeah. bitch. Hey, <laughs> I bet if you turn up to a bar wherever, and you've got your sort of black sort of Space Force uniform on, it's Space Force in silver lettering. Across. You can get laid yeah. from being a Space Fuck Force yeah. commander. Of course, <laughs> you, of course can. you could. Of course you could. Fought any aliens? Nope. But if they were real, I would. Been training for years, baby. Yeah. What does training involve? Watch a lot of Star Trek. <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, play a lot of video games. Halo's great. <laughs> <laughs> Play a lot of Halo. They play the version where you actually, you know, when you played Halo, sometimes you try and keep those Marines with you alive, yeah. and sometimes you just shot them in the face and took their ammo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never did that personally. Did you? No. I did. Of course you did. It's you. If I was low on ammunition, I could shoot them and take their ammunition. I'll so, do a better job on my own with all them guns. Pretty much, yeah. I don't need you people. I'm a master chief. Well, I think that concludes a fucking Space Force story. I think they're just sharking Maybe Trump's just sizing the money directly. They're sharking. That's another option. Sharking for money. He's plugging the holes in his fucking businesses with Space Force funds. Space Force. Still, love the idea. Space Force. We need to write a song called Space Force. Nobody has more experience in space than me. Nobody, okay? <laughs> I've been to space many Nobody. times. Nobody's been to space more times than me, okay? Nobody. <laughs> I'm huge in space. Huge. 
<laughs> yeah, but your hands aren't though, are they, Donny? Give him the smallest gloves you've got. He would demand the biggest size. <laughs> they have the, be... foam hands <laughs> each other, football matches and gladiators. <laughs> you know, they have the big and foam. The foam yeah. And the wrestling, the big, big foam, foam hands. You'd have that. <laughs> See? <laughs> I can told you, you, people. Can you pick that screwdriver up for me? Please. <laughs> he's all dexterity. He's a reverse T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny. Uh, for Alex. Yeah, let's do it. Right, so, time to play for Alex. Woo! Basically, the premise of this little quiz show that we've worked out is that Mike finds us a couple of random weirdos on the internet. He pits them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones, and we decide who's gone more full Alex this week. Because remember, it's alright to go a little bit Alex, a quarter Alex, a half, three quarters Alex, but never go full Alex. Never. Never. Unless you're on a train. Moving on. And drunk. Moving on. Let's play the game. <laughs> Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Right, who's first, Mike? First up, Matt Walsh believes 12-year-old rape victims should be forced to give birth. Oh. Who's Matt Walsh? Fuck. He's, he's a newcomer. He's a newcomer. Well, I think we may have a winner. I think so. <laughs> okay, let's see what this twat's got to say. I pointed out that rapists um, use abortion to cover their tracks and that abortion restrictions can actually protect uh, rape victims whereas abortion clinics often exploit rape victims and can cause rape to continue. Now I made that point in, ex in an exchange that began with someone responding to Michael Knowles uh, after Knowles pointed out that cases of rape and incest account for you know less than one percent of all abortions, and someone responded to that and said, Michael Knowles is playing down the horrible fact of the Alabama abortion ban that if a 12-year-old girl gets raped by her dad, she has to carry the baby, and that the rapist will spend less time in prison than a doctor who aborts the baby. This is immoral. Now, I responded to that and said, if a 12-year-old is raped by her father and the father takes her to get an abortion, the evidence of the crime will be destroyed, and he will go on molesting his victim for years. If, however, the child is born, his crime will be discovered and she'll be rescued from the abuse. Ugh. And then I continue, and this exact kind of scenario happens all the time with the help of the fine folks at Planned Parenthood who are more than happy to assist an abuser in covering up the abuse. And then I provided a link with examples of precisely this sort of thing. Now, do I apologize for making this point? No, no, I do not. Uh, not even a little bit. I'm not ever going to apologize for saying something that's true. It's never, Ugh. ever going to happen. Ever. Period. Period. Did he mean that? Well, uh, I don't even know you come to that conclusion. Abortion period. No, when they say period, it means full stop. Yeah. So, no, he wasn't making a shit period. <laughs> I thought it was though. <laughs> no, I really thought period, it was. Period. Full stop. I'm not apologising. Full yeah. stop. Surely the evidence of the abuse lies in the testimony, possibly of the victim. I wouldn't say that she needs to to grow the incestual child inside her in oh, no. order to prove that. That's what I mean. Abuse. Why does she have to actually give birth to a baby? Jesus Christ. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. 
Fuck me, there's other evidence, you fucking mindless prick. She can go and have a fucking... Yeah. They can get DNA fucking evidence from her body without her ever being fucking pregnant. He thinks that the baby has to be born before guilt is... So everyone's waiting around the hospital bed, gives birth, and then they arrest the dad. I'm... <laughs> I don't get it. You know, for that once... baby sure looks like your daddy. <laughs> well, I didn't want to tell anybody, but it kind of does belong to my daddy. Right. Say goodbye to the baby, <laughs> and goodbye to your father. I'm, for the first time in a long time, I'm actually speechless at the level of stupidity I've just heard. Oh, fucking I mean, it's just, that's the most twisted version and fucking of, of logic I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, is he genuinely thick, or is he just misleading people? Uh, uh, is he making money out of this? I don't even know who this guy is. Look at him, he's just in his yeah, study. But, I know, but... He's got, well, he's got 1,338 views, he's got subscribers, how many subscribers has he got? No, well this is, this is that's from the site that takes ah, the right. piss out of these. Okay, well... I'd like to know if he's got daughters. I'd like to know that if, I don't know, his brother had sex with his daughter, so, you know, it's a bit incestual going on, a bit too closely family related. What? Well, let's say that his son had sex with his daughter, he's got him knocked up. And he goes, oh, you know what? Well, I'll wait till the baby's born. He'd be straight down the abortion clinic. Daddy, Daddy, could you please tell the police that my brother raped me? No, baby. I'm afraid we have to wait for the baby to be born, and only then can I prove <laughs> to the police what happened here. It's going to be a long nine months for you, I realize. But we will get that bastard brother of yours. But I'm willing to testify. No, no, no. They won't. No. They won't have it. No. 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 Are you sitting comfortably? <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. Fuck him. Next. Yeah. Next up. Oh, Rick Wiles. Jesus. Uh, look, there's a, a theme going on this week, Mike. Yeah. Well, it was the Alabama thing, was it this week? So uh, it was right. Yeah. Rick Wiles says reproductive rights supporters will be aborted continuously by demons in hell. So does that mean they're being fucked by demons in hell and then made pregnant immediately and then being aborted? Okay. Please show me in the Constitution. Where is the clause in the Constitution that says a woman has the right to murder an innocent baby? A bunch of reprobates on the Supreme Court declared that a constitutional right to murder babies exists in our Constitution. There is no such right. Not a single place. There is no such federal law. The Congress has never passed a, an abortion law. It's never happened. Right. Judges on the Supreme Court who defied the living God decided that they would legalize the slaughter of babies in this country those judges, some of them, I guess all of them by now, are dead. And their carcasses will burn in hell forever. <laughs> I personally believe that abortionists and those who f fight for abortion, I believe that after you die and after the judgment of Almighty God on Judgment Day, 
I believe that abortionists and the supporters of abortion, I believe that their punishment in the lake of fire will be to be aborted mm. continuously by demons. <laughs> Continuous, perpetual, eternal abortion. Think I about that, Doc. No, I'm just sitting here. Think about a demon with scalpels, <laughs> scissors, cutting your spinal cord. Again and again. Again and again. Crushing your skull. Crushing your what? skull, ripping your heart out, using a, a vacuum cleaner <laughs> to suck your organs out. And then it, it all goes back together and they do it again. Maybe the demon even whispers, you're not really a person. You're not really a person. You're not a person. Who's told him this? Rights. And this goes on for billions of years, hundreds of billions of years, billions of years, and it never stops. It never stops. You will be aborted continuously forever. That is purely guesswork. You've got, it doesn't say that in the Bible, does it? No. As far as Jesus I know. Jesus don't mention abortion. So it's purely well, fucking apparently guesswork. he even advises it. He says if, if you've been raped or whatever, drink bitter water. The thing is, the, there's always been abortion clause and drinking some kind of herbal remedy that just does it. You know, it's it's been known for fucking since we began shagging, probably. I mean, Everything look, I you know I I ain't pro, I ain't anti. I used to think a woman's body is a fucking own to do what she wants with. I don't care. Look, nobody doesn't nobody, bother me. Nobody stands up for abortions. No one's saying we want more abortions. Yeah. You know, just, you've got a right unfortunately, to in the world, horrible things happen to people, and yeah, and so if they fun. choose to do that, then that's up to them. Yeah, and so do mistakes. And some people, some, some people get on the snotty bandwagon of like, it's well, their choice, isn't it? Well, if you understand birth control, then mistakes shouldn't happen. And uh, if you're a decent human being, it's like, oh, fuck, look, mistakes do fucking happen. Yeah. And condoms right. are not 100%, they're 99%. Contraception lets you down, sometimes you let yourself down. Who knows, but... Condoms break. Of course. If you don't... This all comes down to religion. If you're not religious, you haven't got a fucking... A dog in the race, have you? Really? Do you know what I mean? You're like, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. But it's only this religious... Like, it's it's a religious argument, isn't it? Of course it is. And Fuck in my know. opinion, they have no place to be preaching this into the, into the halls of government. At the end of the day, they've got a right to say what they want to say. Yeah, but they got right to believe church and state. Should be, yeah, it. yeah, but church and state should be separated. I believe in that. Yeah. Right. What what he wants to say, that's fine. He can say it. It's batshit insane, yeah. but he can say it. Some people but argue this it's not, a moral issue, not a religious one. He's Nobody making it. A, he's making it a religious issue. Yeah. He's making he is, it a religious yeah. issue. So. You know, church and state should be separated. This should not be worming its fucking foul, corrupt tentacles into the halls of power. You want to say that, Rick? You fucking go for it. You want to? You want to really want to fucking control people to that point? I think you're a dick. People have a right to do what they want to do, as long as it's not breaking the law, which now has been changed because of you and your fucking mates. You want to impose your values on the rest of yeah, us? It is dangerous, I believe it is, but because people will still seek abortions, but they'll do it illegally, backstreet abortions, which will kill more people. Yeah. Fuck that guy, really. Both these people have just really annoyed me so far. So Alex mm -hmm. or something fucking more. Or uh, do you have an abortion too? <laughs> well, if you're relying on him, then has he got abortion too? No, I don't think. <coughs> well, that's a relief. Right. Um, 
titled The Most Powerful Rant of 2019, Alex Jones Unleashed. Oh, Unleashed? Holy shit. What's he been with the rest of this? <laughs> exactly, strap your fucking selves in. Yes, you are. You should make a huge thing out of this plan to everybody. You notice I just did 55 minutes of air. Most talk show hosts be plugging every segment, what they're selling or what they're doing to fund themselves, okay? Because there's so much advertising, so many shows, so much marketing. Most media is going bankrupt. Uh, Paul Watson, watchsummit.news. And, and, and you notice he's, he's asking for people to donate $5 a month so he can hire some people, run his own operation. You know why? That's because I told you that there's a chance they're going to be able to shut us down. And so people like Paul Watson, who's been here 18, 19 years, I said, listen, you got to go out and get into business now yourself, my friend. And so I cut his pay almost down to nothing a few months ago to make Baby Bird get out of the nest because daddy's got goblins all over him running knives through me. So when I'm like cruising along like a spaceship, I got escape pods going boop, 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 boop. And people are at the escape pod going, I don't really want to go. And I'm shoving them into the escape pod and going, get in the escape pod. And then I get to see the little comments down below. Oh, Jones can't pay his people anymore. Look, uh, look, he's asking for their emails, Paul, so he can talk to them. Paul's asking for them to donate so he and his brother and so people can run summit.news. Oh, what, look at you begging for some money. While we're the trailblazers, tip of the spear, being totally attacked, sued, lied about, shut down, PayPal taken away, listed as an international terrorist, total attack at every level. And the system thinks you're so asleep you don't even know what's going on. Well, our audience does know what's going on. You can feel the damn energy in this country. So I'll tell you, who knows how long you can go to InfoWarsStore.com? Who knows how long you can even go there and buy X2 or buy the great coffee or buy the new products we've got? And listen, if you don't want to belly up to the bar and flood us with money so I can do a good stand-up fight against these bastards, then that's your choice in life. I really don't give a goddamn anymore. Excuse me, Lord. I, I'm just being so real right now. Because I'm fighting all the way. I'm energized. I'm awake. I'm not dead. People ask me how the hell I could have so much energy when I come in here and I'm not like this in person. They're creating a world government mark of the beast. 2.2 billion people just got told they can't use certain words. They're announcing giant cult-like brainwashing. They're teaching five-year-olds how to suck cock. Oh! They're sitting there doing everything you could ever freaking imagine. Oh. Killing babies after they're born. And the churches are such Pharisees, they're worried that I just talked about sucking cock instead of killing babies and chucking their damn organs out. It's like they say in full metal jacket, they also say it even better, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now, he says, we drop napalm on villages and fry and burn little kids, but the generals don't let them write cuss words on the side of the airplanes. <laughs> Woo! What, you Pharisee, just like Christ said. And he said, you know, they go up there and they pray up on the mountain all day how good they are and talk about how good they are, but they are a bunch of sleaze bags only care about power and money. I care about soul and truth. And that's where this country and this world is right now. And the open world government, Mark of the Beast, with the Chai Coms, is now here. And people are like, well, they're a private company. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This leads us to an interesting question about the rules of this show. Mm -hmm. About who is the most batshit insane? Yep. So let's go back to the beginning. So let's have a little bit of a recap. Matt Walsh believes 12-year-old rape victims should be forced to give birth. In order for the evidence. In order for the evidence to be available to yeah. the police. He has no knowledge of <laughs> DNA testing. He has no knowledge of forensic pathology or forensics. He has no knowledge 
of anything apart from his own little skewed view. Just uh, testimony and a jury. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Witnesses. That kind of thing. Good old-fashioned justice, eh? Uh, and then we've got Rick Wiles, a long-time participant, who says that reproductive rights supporters are going to be aborted continuously by demons in hell. Now, that involves you being sliced up repeatedly and aborted from presumably the womb of some demon mother. I have no idea. I like um, how he wasn't quite sure how long eternity was. Yeah. <laughs> Could be a billion years, trillion years. But he was, he was telling us the other week that Christ was going to come back in his lifetime, yeah. so oh, who knows? Uh, yeah, he, he was also quite mad, let's face it. And Alex with a rant that encompassed kind of everything. I think he's, for me, but, what the but, first two is said it, was but, but what we've got to look at, is it the performance mm. or is it what they're saying? It's a mixture of both, isn't it? I yeah. Now, he gives a performance, but I don't think he's as... <laughs> he also says the government is teaching five-year-olds how to suck <laughs> Yeah, you know what? He's pretty won that on that, hasn't he, in all fairness? I think, in my opinion, what the first two said... What the first guy said was heinous and just silly. Yeah, uh, let's, let's just reiterate, we really educated. do not share their opinions at all. We're playing it for comedy, comedic effect. Poorly educated moron trying to desperately defend his undefendable position. Yeah. Clutching at straws. Second guy, religious fucking lunatic. I doubt he believes what he's really saying. Alex, although it may all be in a performance, and I love how he turned it into an advert mid-round. <laughs> yeah, he did. Without skipping a fucking beat. He right? But he's also, you know, his description of how... His business is starting to fail because of everything that's happened to him. That it, how he described it as a as a spaceship with escape pods, and they don't want to get in. And I'm fucking kicking them in. It. <laughs> yeah, you've lost a lot of money in the last couple of years, Alex. We get that. I've, I've got to give it, Alex. I think. And also, I don't want one of them two fucking cunts winning our game show. Fuck them, <laughs> Alex. For me. Yeah. Uh, oh man, it's it's difficult. It is difficult, uh, Alex. He's got the performance, he's got the insanity, but the other two, like you say, the one's just some fucking bigot who doesn't understand how the world, how stuff works. Uh, Rick Wiles is just a fucking religious lunatic who doesn't... I am willing to put money on has probably uh, knocked up on his parishioners and told them to get an abortion. Yeah. I'm probably willing to put money on that. Yeah. Would you guys? His daughter's probably had to have an abortion. <laughs> That's why he's still at large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all right. I will go with Alex um, oh. for, for the performance and the fact he managed just, just and he got that ad in there. That was fucking seamlessly. Seamlessly got that ad in there. I'll go Alex, but the other two. I mean, my God, I, I, I I'm. Actually shocked. I was speechless after the first guy. <laughs> I'm never speechless. Fuck them. Well, this is what this game show does to you. There we go. The dregs. My God, have you me. kept your sanity researching this? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I would, before I forget, before we wrap up, I think we should do our, our plugs. Facebook. Absolutely. Cut of the ball in the post of the apocalypse. We are meme dealers. Yes. As we well. Will, we will deal you some conspiracy-themed memes. We have a band called Solar Warden. You can find them on YouTube, Solar Warden Music. Subscribe there. 
and a personal plug a fucking there, there. Uh, and a personal plug for me I've got a channel called Sewage Pipe Gaming where I'm finding the shittest homemade games on the Play Store and putting them through some shitty testing really you best leave Boom Beach alone <laughs> I haven't played that one so uh, subscribe to that subscribe to Solar Warden Music please like our Facebook page leave uh, a positive review you can listen to us anywhere YouTube uh, Spotify SoundCloud, iTunes, all of them. Wherever all of you them. Get podcasts and share. Tune in. YouTube, Sh of course. Uh, yeah. Spotify. Um, share us. Do some stuff. Thank you. We love you. Yes, genuinely. Uh, so I've been Ben, and I'm going to say, don't drink the flavor aid, and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz, and I will say, free Biff Tannen. Goodbye. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And of course, uh, thanks again for listening. It's appreciated. Boost our egos. Yeah. Galactic Fascists, the new comic book starring Captain Bert Spanner, a man so manly that he sleeps with his flaccid penis wrapped around the trigger of a gun, so that when he wakes up, he may kill a man with his morning wood. Space, the 1950s, sex, violence, fascists, what's not to love? Find it now at Amazon.com. Space Force Intergalactic Fascists.